We've done it. Nice. Nice. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to our lost episode. <laughs> lost. Are you the, are you the Jack or are you the uh, Sawyer? Uh, I'm obviously the Locke. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know who I am. I'm probably one of those like weird side side characters. Like, um, yeah, you're Nikki and Paulo. Yeah, <laughs> that's who I'm, you are. I'm both Nikki and Paulo. <laughs> nope. Just off to the side, commenting about the state of the world. Yeah, you're you're uh, Jack and Rose. You're just happy to be here. They can't tell you their names. They can't tell you where they live. But in the mid to late nineties, these five teenagers can turn into animals to fight an invading army of evil brain slugs. Five dumb teens are the only thing standing in the way of complete annihilation. This is Anamorphic Time with Nate and Tyler. Get your hand off my girlfriend, you yerk-brained bastard! <laughs> this is for daddy. Uh, make it like half the bottle. Catherine Alice Applegate wouldn't want this. She doesn't want this. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And like, they're, they're like, no, stop <laughs> shooting at children. Oh man, being 12 was weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so welcome to anamorphin time welcome to anamorphin time with nate and tyler i'm nate that's tyler hi uh I'm tyler <laughs> and we are on a journey we're on a journey right and joining us on the journey an incredible journey and an, an incredible shrinking journey our canadian envoy and ambassador Nova Scotian Supreme. That's me. Will. Will. Welcome to Animorphic Time. Woo! I'm happy to join again. you guys again. Yeah. Welcome again. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, so I feel like we should say, why are we saying again, Tyler? It's our lost episode. So listen up. Nate and I, we had a great run. We had a really <laughs> good run. Never lost an episode. Never, never had troubles. Oh man, we we did a doozy the other day and Guess what, Shorms? It's lost to the ether. You'll yeah. never hear what we talked about. You know, about. I did a doozy like a half hour ago. It felt <laughs> real good. Yeah, right after me. I got in there first. Damn it. I knew it. <laughs> I, I got in there first. I was like, it, it's a little bit too warm in here. Yeah, that seat wasn't warm from the bidet. That was Tyler body heat, you oh. felt. So, uh, but Will, welcome to the podcast. Will, welcome, welcome to Anamorphic Time. I'm so happy How, to be here. How are you doing today? I'm great. So... I'm more Tell sober in the found episode than I was in the lost episode. Well, I, I don't want to get into all that lost episode stuff because we... You're just going to slurp on my cup. No, actually, Thanks, I'm going to eat too. I brought mm. I brought a little snack. Am I the only one not eating on this podcast? God actually, damn it. What I have here is probably Jake's favorite snack. It's a chocolate cream pie. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> 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 you know, I have no follow up to that. I'm yeah, I don't even. It. I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, You're just, right. I'm just gonna say you're slurping my cup of noodle. Yeah, Nate, um, Nate's uh, got cup of noodles. <laughs> God, I'm so jealous of both of you eating. So, Will. Yeah. Tell we we may know, but tell the people your relationship with Animorphs. How'd you get into it? How'd you find Animorphs? You've been a fan a while. Oh yeah, that, that's uh, the story. In vague strokes, is a lot like everyone else. I was like nine or ten or whatever. I was a weird kid. I liked animals. I love the sound of Nate slurping. <laughs> he just he, he looked me in the eyes while he slurped. Yeah. I'm slurping down your history. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I was like a weird kid. I had a poster on my wall that had the local birds of prey, peregrine falcon, osprey, bald eagle. Um, 
And in most of the set, I was only missing the best boy and the Northern Harrier, second best boy. (laughs) (laughs) Axe is our second best boy. I think so, for sure. Yeah. And anyway. If there's anything I miss from childhood, it is my bedroom posters. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I had a sweet (laughs) Jurassic Park poster that glowed in the dark. Oh, God. I wanted a glow in the dark Jurassic Park poster. Like a follow up (laughs) to the previous episode, I had a cool Matrix poster. That is, is gone now. Some it was very minimalist. It had just like the you know like the code <laughs> scrolling down. It had the matrix on it. <laughs> Let's see, Nate. Do you remember my posters? Uh, no. What was your poster? I had one with Wolverine, Dark Hawk, Punisher, and Ghost Rider. Hell yeah! It's still hanging in my bedroom, not my adult bedroom, but at my parents' house. See, my parents have turned into hoarders and have filled my old room with shit, and they've covered the walls. But that poster still hangs. So. Like I can't wait to see Dark Hawk in a movie. <laughs> B- big Dark Hawk fan over here. I honestly could not tell you what a Dark Hawk. I know you couldn't, but I know Will can. Yeah, the Dark Hawk, Hawk armor. That's that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> is it like related to Tobias? Even is there even like a little bit of connecting like themes? Um, I th- sometimes I think the characters trapped in the armor. So in a way, <laughs> oh yeah, they're like they're trapped in that body, that Hawk body. Yeah. But it's that whole like edgy '90s thing where it's like we get our edgy characters together: Punisher, oh, yeah. Ghost Rider, Wolverine, Darkhawk. K- Ghost Rider is not edgy. Ghost Rider is a just a skeleton. They Are you? Put him. He's a, his head's on fire and yeah. he kills you with chains and he rides a motorcycle. That's not edgy to you. There's not a very really. 90, there's a very '90s comic that's Wolverine, Venom, Punisher, and Ghost Rider all teaming up and. God, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> that's so stupid. Honestly, I, I would watch that movie. I I didn't kind of <laughs> oh, yeah. swear enough like Marvel movies, but I think I would watch yeah. that. Oh yeah, I'm bad. I'm big off Marvel stuff. I didn't watch any Hawkeye. I saw No Way Home, but I still love Venom. The Venom movies are perfect. But let's talk about our main battle morph here. Who's the, who's the main like Punisher in this group? Rachel. Rachel. Rachel's sure. the Punisher. Yeah. Our <laughs> our badass bitch, Rachel. That's right. Rachel would, like, you know, if uh, all of our shorms got killed, she would put uh, Don the cool skull t shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go she, underground. She would sit and in, start taking out revenge. She would sit in her um, study with a bell and she would say, If I rang this <laughs> bell, my sisters will come and take care of me. But if I don't, I'll die. And then a bear <laughs> smashes through the window. I, yeah. Another thing I would pay to see is John Travolta getting mauled to death by a bear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking that makes Tobias microchip, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the journey, number 42. Yeah, number 42. Uh, This one, we got Rachel. Nice floral dress. Nice young blonde lady turning into an African elephant. Uh, Okay, so favorite transformation phase. I'm going to have to go with number two. Oh, yeah, yeah, number two. Number two. The droopy nose. Number two is the the anti-assaulters mode like she's cornered in an alley and she's gonna scare <laughs> some guys off this she's got like a good football pose going on too. yeah this this face has big abe vagoda energy yeah like this looks like abe vagoda like if you don't know who i'm talking about google it <laughs> that's rachel right now come back to bed abe not now dear i'm squeezing avocado i so, get joey t- pants vibes yeah, okay. Yeah, I could. There's definitely an. Uh, it's the like second more face is definitely Italian. <laughs> a, a, Italian goon. <laughs> like, somebody's about to have an accident. Yes, it's an old Italian man face. Yeah. Uh, what kind of accident? <laughs> oh, no, like. A mafia accident. Ma- not like oh, a yeah. shit your pants accident. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of both, to be honest. I, mean, I shit my pants while getting off by the mafia, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
Have have either of you shit your pants as an adult? I never have. No, not as an adult. Not as an adult, no. Oh, good. Thank but God. We all will, though. Yeah, like, I, I, the an day older will come. child than I should have as a child, <laughs> but a child nonetheless. No, it's I've never, while having a powerful brain, I've never shit my pants, and I know it's coming. Every year I know. Yeah. Stop looking at me while eating those goddamn noodles. <laughs> We're just about to go where no human has gone before. <laughs> We're we're off to a start here. She's uh, going on a journey. So yeah, tagline: Rachel is about to go where no human has gone before. Also, I, I let in me Marco. Pause it. Yeah, right up, Marco. <laughs> in the like later half of the book series, I think this is the best inside cover. Oh yeah, oh god! Like the for first sure. inside covers, they're they're works are. It's my I, favorite I for sure. I want it up on my wall next to my glow in the dark Jurassic Park poster. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because like work was done here. You know, like there's a lot of action poses yeah. from the Horcruxer, mm-hmm. but the elephant. It's like it's a dark hawk as hell. It's just an <laughs> elephant. Elephants. Yeah. So in this inside cover, we've got axe up on his hind legs, ready yeah. to strike. Yeah. We've got a hork tail turning, ready to strike. Yeah. We've got a giant helmicron boot. And then right there, standing, just standing in the middle of everything, an elephant. <laughs> just an elephant. Just like standing in like the inside of a nose you yeah. think yeah or like inside the sinus it's right in yeah up the nose when i up remembered it I, when i was thinking back before i re-looked it up again the other day i was i thought it was in his mouth for some reason they were like on his tongue but, but like uh, no one ends up in marco's mouth ever well it, like, just it doesn't register as a nose <laughs> it's just generic goo and like no. pink oh yeah we get some yeah. goo we there's and, some goo talk in the last episode too Oh, we'll get into a little goo talk, but oh man, do you remember that story Nate shared in the lost episode that was like really poignant I, and I insightful? Like to, I don't like to talk about that. Viscous okay, is the bring, best way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, we won't. We won't bring it up. Yeah, yeah. but let's not talk about a it. new side of Nate. But not today. <laughs> you know, like I, I was feeling really brave and really open during that last like lost episode, and I, I can't believe I told you that story. Right. But I'm glad it's off my chest. But I don't want to revisit it. Yeah, yeah. we're not making anybody relive anything. That's right. Like I, I, the the wound is healed. <laughs> Good for you, man. You dropped a you dropped a bit of noodle on the table. Oh, okay. Can I have it? Can I have it? No, I'm giving it to Maul. Okay. Oh, yeah. I gave it to my dog. That's fair. So, with this book, The Journey, ghost written by Emily Costello. Emily Costello. Uh, this is her only <laughs> book that she wrote. Yeah, her no. only main, her yeah. only main book, except for those god awful alternomorphs. No, yeah. they, like. I, I don't count those. You count those? Nah, we're just, we'll just gloss right through. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, Chapter man. one. Chapter one. You know what I love to wreck up? What's that? A Dunkin' Donuts factory. <laughs> just go in there, just mess up the joint. It's the best thing I'd like to do on a weekend. So yeah, we are starting in the middle of a battle, and that battle takes place in the like the most fitting place a battle can take place. A Dunkin' Donuts factory. <laughs> That's right. It, it's revenge, really, for Dunkachino. Oh, <laughs> we're going to... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Say hello to my chocolate blend. <laughs> wow! Dunkachino! It's not Al anymore. It's Dunk. Dunkachino? Don't mind if I do. What's my name? Dunkachino. It's a whole new game. Dunkachino. You want creamy goodness? I'm your friend. Say hello to my chocolate blend. Attica, who are lucky like? This whole trial is out of sight. They pull me back in with hazelnut too. Caramel swirl. I know it was you. Everyone wants my Dunkachino. Can't get enough of my Dunkachino. Kids from 7 to 17. Lining up for my Dunkachino. What's my name? Dunkachino. Dunkachino. We made a deal in the last episode. We don't talk about Dunkachinos and we don't talk about Tim Beebs. 
Yeah, we're not bringing up any of the Tim Hortons. We're not bringing up any Dunkachino or Dunkin' Donuts stuff. Other, I mean, I mean I, what, here, I'll say it again. You should look up the Dunkachino. Yeah, just look up Dunkachino. So it's Rachel, Al Pacino and Dunkin' Donuts yeah. <laughs> together. No, it's, a it's not Al Pacino. It's Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, if anyone here listening is pregnant, name your kid Dunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! And if anyone here is pregnant, we'll be surprised that an Animorphs fan had sex. They're that too. No, oh. that's not true. Animorphs fans are very horny. We fuck. Yeah, very we, horny. <laughs> I mean, Separately. some of us fuck. Some, yeah, we've never fucked each other. Yeah. In the, the room deal. during VR games, but hey. never each other. <laughs> Here's the deal. Earth is under attack. The planet has been invaded by aliens called, and I don't, spoilers, aliens called Yerks. Spoilers. There's these guys, uh, these guys aren't into exploring strange new worlds. They're into exploring strange new bodies. Same. <laughs> yeah. Same. They're parasites like lice or ringworm, only intensely worse. <laughs> I was trying to do my best like Valley Girl. Yeah. So, uh, I have a question about ringworm. Tyler, how much do you know about ringworm? I know it's a fungus. Yeah, it's not a parasite, right? Yeah. No. It's not an actual worm? Uh-uh. I read this book you as a kid. Up, Rachel. I read this book as a kid and thought that it was a literal worm under your skin. And I was like, well, I hope that never happens to me. <laughs> it no. looks like that. No, like, I thought that was what it was when I was a kid. Yeah. It was yeah. like ringworm is just a worm that Mm-mm. forms a ring in your skin. And Mm-mm. that's gross. Yeah, my grandmother set me straight. <laughs> good job, grandma. <laughs> my grandma also beat me. It's good. <laughs> Fine. Uh, Rachel kills, I think Will said, three controllers yeah. in this. Yeah. She goes ham. She goes nuts. Like, Rachel has gone nuts. She's killing. She's yeah. doing murders. And she doesn't even stop to think about, it. like, in old books, she might have, even if it was just to relish in, like, the bone crunch or whatever, there would be some, she was committing thought to it. Now she's just like, I picked them up and they went blasting off again. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, I didn't see them land. I had the next yeah, controller. Like, cool elephants don't look at explosions. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. But like the books kind of oscillate between, hey, are we like cool with killing controllers? Like yeah. sometimes it just is such a non-issue, mm-hmm. but sometimes it really is. It's like, oh, we can't and do that. Really, I mean, actually, I just realized that if she got three kills, she technically got six because every controller you kill is a double kill. Multi-kill. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> She's racking up the unreal. <laughs> like, double kill. <laughs> Uh, 30 Cuban controllers were working in a crude assembly line in the Oof. back of the building. So there was 30 dudes there. Was. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not was. anymore. I mean, like, and, and to be fair, she didn't kill all of them. She, like, hucked a couple out a window. We assume <laughs> they lived. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> People notoriously live when they fall from heights. You <laughs> can say that as a healthcare provider. That's right. Um, so they, they wreck up this Dunkachino. <laughs> Now, Will, why were they wrecking up a Dunkin' Donuts? Um, when I actually had a very interesting theory uh, that I was very elaborate and detailed in last night, but I'm just going to give the, the quick version. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're making portable Candrona rays. And yes. I, I think the reasoning is because they've said before that they're available, but it's just to like Visser 3's besties. Right. And the, the rich people have the <laughs> yeah. super technology. <laughs> well, yeah, the thing I was thinking about was that it's like 80s cell phones, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, where they're just like big as hell, yeah. kind of like work. I bet you the, that Kadruna tastes real bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you don't want that. So, like, they, they've managed to like make the Nokia phone. Yeah. It's like, yeah, right, everyone sure. gets one of these. It's got the, the you know. T4 or whatever, <laughs> not T4. Or they like their sidekicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get that, like, you know. T-Mobile sidekick. It's a yeah. Palm Pilot. Good the God. M- Motorola Razor. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, so like, but yeah, obviously, Animorphs need to stop that. Like, they wreck up the factory and they book out. Yeah. They go, 
It's it's interesting that these books have stuff like this because in the last book it opened with them fighting and she's yeah. like oh we're just fighting they never explain why no well but, because I think they know that that's kind of the boring part is leading up to the fighting mm-hmm. the recovery afterwards yeah. is where yeah. the interesting thing happens and that's where the interesting thing happens here right like yes. they they scoot out to an alleyway so they can demorph and go home yep they're mid morphing when flash ah. a bright white light. They're dead. They're dead. <laughs> they all went to heaven. <laughs> Up heaven's chimney is where they went. No, they uh, they got caught by a kid who was just a a young a young uh, um reporter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, a scoop. My notes call him <laughs> Peter Parker because he <laughs> get me pictures of vandalite bandits. <laughs> No, I mean, like he wasn't like looking for him. He probably no, just saw these like aliens morphing sure. in an alleyway. He was, used, he was like, probably like, "Is that an elephant?" Click, click. Oh my yeah. god, it's becoming a girl. Oh damn! They're never gonna believe this back home. Why did I make him southern? Oh no, because <laughs> because we find out later he's poor. That's why you, <laughs> that's why you did that. He's uh, a poor kid with a disposable camera. Rich kids actually had cameras that would last. Yeah, true. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they, they they see this kid. The kid books it, yeah, because he's scared. He runs for yeah. the projects where he lives, the uh, housing projects. Yeah, the, the gang chase him to the projects, and uh, instead of making the right decision, which is just take the camera as a gorilla, yeah, yeah. which is go in there as a for gorilla sure. and just take it. Uh, they 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 stake out the place. So that they had a lot of options. Marco could turn into Michael Grant and demand it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh yeah, that's right. He does still. He have does, that. Yeah. He's got an adult <laughs> more. It's like it's like hello, child. <laughs> But Give no, me your camera. No, they fish tube this one real good by staking out the apartment over a day. Yeah, so that way they can figure out what, like, what's going on there. Is he a controller? Mm-hmm. Um, are does the, are there other people living in this apartment that'll catch him? Right. Like they're, they're being very careful about it. Which okay, fine. And know. guess what, listener? None of this plot really matters because no. the real plot is about to happen. So they co- they go back to the barn. Right? Yeah, they they want to make their plan. They go back to Animorphs HQ. Yes, Cassie's barn. Yeah, they left Axe. I think. Yes, they go get Axe. Like they've they've got the whole team there mm-hmm. when Smash Cut enters. Our little dudes and dudettes. Zip! What the? Marco jumped to his feet. A radio-controlled toy car blew into the barn. More precisely, a slightly damp, pink and aqua Barbie 4x4. Only instead of Barbie, a very small spaceship sat in the driver's seat. The ship was three or four inches long, shaped like a baton with two big engines at the back and Death's Head bridge in the front. The ship looked way too familiar. Insignificant creatures! Give us your power source and learn to accept your fate as our eternal slaves. We will not crush and annihilate you as we will crush and annihilate all inferior species of this planet. Oh, man. I said, you've got to be kidding. Not these guys again. That's right. Helmacrons! Like, I'm, I have so many questions. One. <laughs> Where did they get this Barbie car? Two, why is it damp? <laughs> yeah, why is the Barbie <laughs> yeah. car damp? Three, so, how, how are they driving it's it? It's very like, specific. Is there like... <laughs> it's damp with the blood of the child they killed to take it. <laughs> Yo, they killed, right? Like, they, oh, they yeah. killed a little girl, r- hotwired her Barbie mm-hmm. four by four, and drove it to the Animorphs barn. Yeah. Man. These little fuckers. So... They could uh, well. They couldn't fly because their ship doesn't have power. Yeah, they had to sort this out. They had to kill a child, <laughs> take the Barbie four by four, hotwire it, and drive to Cassie's house because they can sense where the morphing energy is. They have better technology than both Yerks and Andalites. That's right, motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, it's true, right? Like they don't have that shrink ray. And we yeah. get brought back to one of my favorite bits that 
stem from Helmicron books. Yeah. And that is their logs. Yes. Oh, most powerful emperor, lord of the galaxy. Bad news. Our ship's engines have again malfunctioned. The treacherous Poppinjay males push the red button <laughs> instead of the blue one. Weaker and less worthy servants would be vanquished by this disaster. But the brave Helmicron females are undaunted. We alone will capture the blue box of transforming power. All the galaxy shall tremble before us. Rightful leaders of our race. From the log of the Helmicron females. <laughs> and the Helmicrons burst in, immediately start, start blasting. blasting. Well, yeah, they're not here to negotiate. No, the Helmicrons. They don't AKA, negotiate with the lesser species. No, these right. are the rightful rulers of the galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> they want their shit. <laughs> Give them their shit. Honestly, yeah, let them take care of this whole thing. Yeah, this these these fucking Helmicrons absolutely rule. They, what was it like in the where the first Helmicron book where like Visser three? like heard that there were Helmicrons evolved and he's like ah shit yeah. <laughs> like, oh not these little fuckers <laughs> and that's what they're doing they're just like ah god damn it <laughs> like the NORs are just like see the Helmicrons like show up last and like if motherfuckers <laughs> we have to stop everything we're doing and deal with these Lilliputian motherfuckers yeah this is right. like god the- damn it it's like if Rat King shows up in a Ninja Turtles episode. They're trying to take down this shredder. <laughs> they're not scared. They're no. annoyed. Oh, yes. They're, they're not worried, but they're pissed off. They're I think they, the, they spend about five minutes afraid in this book. Exactly. They're the perfect embodiment of ratcheting up narrative tension. Uh, they, so, they sorted out the race issue from... Uh, not race issue, but gender <laughs> issue. Gender issue. Sorry. There's, there's so many issues. Yeah, there's, they're better at solving gender issues than we are right now, so... Wait, are they? Well, they just yeah. kind of said, like, they did the I Love Lucy line in the middle, or uh, Happy Days line in the middle thing. Just, where it's they like, put up the walls side. of Jericho. Yeah, They I have their side, we have our side. Marco introduced incel politics to them last time, <laughs> yeah. and now they're all red-buttoned. They even said it. The males yeah, pushed they are. Button. They are red. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Rachel and Marco jump into action. Yes. Yeah. Because they know that, like, listen, just, just step on it. <laughs> oh, my God. I just realized. What? So they've got the woman Helmicrons and the males, right? <laughs> oh, they're, yeah. They're the serfs and turfs. The serfs is in slaves and turfs is in trans exclusionary <laughs> radical feminists. I, I guess. I don't know. That's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> nope. Someone out there gets that joke and I don't care. So, it rhymed, so it, yeah, it's it's a pretty good joke, Nate. I mean, it's not as good as the one you told in the last episode, which we could repeat, but won't. That you was can't so repeat funny. Comedy. It just was, perfectly was a, off the cuff. It was a little blue. That's why we won't repeat it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought I was the one who said slurs, but I really got to hand it to you. I was angry. He <laughs> <laughs> was um, all pumped up from so, squats. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, so. <laughs> Marco and Rachel, for whatever reason, Marco is also jumping into action. So, yes, we should say the Helmicrons immediately head for Chili Pop's cum fridge. Yeah. That's where the blue cube <laughs> is. That's where the blue cube is hidden. It's in the cum fridge. We're not going to yeah. explain what the cum fridge is. Just know that there's a cum fridge. It's, it's a fluid fridge. It's got popsicles, fridge. too. Yeah. It's a fluids fridge. It's not... We, it has cum. It has other things. There's cum in the freezer, yeah. yes. Also, Animal there's, cum. There's also probably, like, blood. There's probably plasma. We and know food. for a fact there's a great popsicle. Stop. We're not doing this again. A very delicious great popsicle. Mm. It's the but best it's a mystery, because sometimes he's busy and he's just reaching in the cooler. And he's got a popsicle. <laughs> yeah. He reaches in there in the dark. He's like, hmm, nope, that's cum. Oh, well, still good. <laughs> you saying he John Arbuckled himself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they've got this freezer of food, cum, popsicles, stored food, whatever. That's where Cassie hid the morphing cube. Yeah. yeah. Helmicrons, go for it. Right. Rachel and Marco jump for the Helmicrons. Rachel mm-hmm. wants to smash. Marco wants to get the cube. Get smashed. Yes. And Marco does get smashed. Elbowed and the fucking head drops to the floor. Okay. Ra- Whose fault is this? Rachel's. Well, Marco's and Rachel's. Well, it's the fridge, because she hits him, but then the second hit that knocks him out is when he hits the corner of the fridge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, does he, like, Million Dollar Baby himself? Yeah. Fridge? He Million Dollar Babies himself, real okay. bad. Spoiler for Million Dollar Baby, by the way. His sentence structure is never the same for the rest of the series, <laughs> but they don't just say why. <laughs> so, he's knocked out cold. He's knocked yeah. out. Probably concussed. Yes. Yeah. Helmicrons immediately jump out of their ship, run up his nose. Which, I was like, these guys know what they're doing. Yes. Right? Yeah, I was going to say, that was their plan. They were like, if one of them drops in the nose. Uh, it's <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm impressed with the, how competent they are throughout this book. Mm-hmm. They, they have a smooth operation. The Helmicrons don't miss. Right. They only lose because luck. Right, exactly. And, and nobody knows anything about them. Well, we know that they have superior technology. And yeah. They're geniuses. They're, they're confident, which is important. Uh-huh. Right? And they... they uh, they're, they're girl bosses. They're brave. They're selfless, right? Yes. They're willing to die for a cause. Yes, because what is dead men ever die, they're, and Helicrons never die. That's right. So, like, up the nose they go. They just go, like, snorted up uh, Marco, and the gang just kind of look at each other. They're like, did they just... Did they just like, what the nose? fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they realize that they gotta, like, inner space, <laughs> magic school bus it, go up, like, they realize, oh, these guys could get to, they, the Helmicrons even say, give us the morphing cube or we'll stop well, this fucker's let, heart. Let's read it. I love reading the Helmicrons. Grovel and beg for our forgiveness. The Helmicron demanded. Do as we say or your oblivious comrade will die. Newsflash, I said. Keep threatening us and you'll never get off Earth alive. Brave Helicron females care nothing for their own safety. The voice shouted. We care only for glorious victory. As do we, the newly liberated and courageous Helicron males. We will kill the gigantic alien. No, we will kill it first. So, um, these Helicrons. Yeah, they, they roll. Uh, they're, they're, they're fighting out to see who will kill the Marco first. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the gang is worried. Um. So, Marco wakes up. He wants to know where the Helmicrons are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they, they're kind of like, "Well, Marco, uh, they kind of ran up your nose." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're sort of a hostage. Marco's <laughs> eyes went wide, but before he could ask any questions, uh, uh, he sneezed, cupping his hand over his mouth. It's a natural reaction to foreign substance getting up there. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, wonder whatever you could mean. It's, I imagine it's like, you ever have like a bug in your shoe or like a bug like crawling on you and you just kind of freak out a little bit? I mean. Yeah. Or if somebody I mentions mean, head lice and then you're itchy. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, don't. Did I ever tell you guys about how I got lice at work? No. Uh, no I've, but, I've, I've gotten it at work before, too. Do you want to hear about how I got head lice at work real quick? I do. Yeah. So I had this patient and he had head lice so bad that he had to get in the hospital for it. Like, he had wow. to be admitted. That's not a thing that happens. Was it from the, the scratching? The It was the scratching had caused, like, a cellulitic rash on his head. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was, like, he was septic. Like, he, it was yeah. infecting his blood. Yeah. And you could see the head lice. And I did everything. I drew his blood. I started an IV. I gave him medicine. Gave him fluids. I shaved his head. I put the cream on. 
I was wearing a full like gown. I was covered. Everything was covered. And as I'm exiting the room, I'm pulling off all the stuff, being very careful because like I'm. You like, don't want headlights. I don't want headlights. Yeah. And so, as I'm, I've got my back to him. I'm putting my stuff in the trash. I'm about to exit the door. I hear the blankets rustle, and I just think, "Huh, wonder what that could be." And I walked out without thinking about it. I was like, "Okay, time for a break." I wander over to a different part of the hospital. I say hi to my friend. I put my hand on her shoulder. I'm like, "Okay, see you later." I'm going on break. I go to the break room. My friend comes running up behind me and says, "You gave me lice, you motherfucker!" And I said, "What?" She's like, "When you put your hand on my shoulder." lice fell on me and i said Ugh. what and she said turn around i said well i told her i was like well he rustled his blankets maybe he threw lice on me and she said turn around she looked on my back my like the back of my scrubs the back of my neck was covered in lice hell he yeah. had flung lice onto the back of me hell yeah so i That's went and showered yeah i went and showered for an hour and then i treated myself with lice twice and it was yeah. Is so lice, bad well, stuff. He- here's another way you could have solved this whole lice problem. You could have shrunk me <laughs> down to very small. Yes. And uh, send me up to your scalp and <laughs> I'll just take them out. I'll take them out. <laughs> so that's basically the plan of this book. They say, hey, Axe, can you make a shrink ray? Axe says, theoretically, it could work because we need to stop them from killing Marco. Well, not make a shrink ray. He wants to use the shrink use ray. Use the shrink ray that they have. Because last time the Helmicron shrank them. So Axe is like, yeah, let's shrink again. Yeah. We'll go up, Marco. Like, Cassie, do you have any tiny tools that I can use to, like, operate this shrink ray? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. what did your dad use to operate on squirrels? Like that episode <laughs> of Seinfeld? Tiny <laughs> tools. <laughs> so, yeah. Axe does surgery on a Helmicron shrink ray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And shrinks them all. Yeah, they all get shrunk. But we got a problem. What's the problem? They are too small. Oh, no. They are way too small. Well, how they did that got. happen? How did they get, like, you know, shrunk down too much? Well... That, with dear listeners and readers, because the Helmicrons planned it that way. Got uh, Are you sure? <laughs> or is it Axe covering up that like he fucked up? No, the Helmicrons even later say, we got you, we got you, you yeah. stupid idiots. No, but they would take credit for that, though. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Helmicrons fucking got the Animorphs' asses in this yeah. one. Will, do you think the Helmicrons got the, the Animorphs' got asses? asses? Yeah, it's oh god, so goddamn good. So they can't talk to Marco. Well, Tobias and Axe can because of thought speak, right? But like Marco can't talk to them because what they're so small. They're so small. It's the best day of Jake and Cassie and Rachel's life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, can't hear Marco. Fuck that guy. (laughs) But like they're so small that they can't hear uh, like sound waves. They can't hear vibrations of Marco speaking. So the plan they tell them, hey. We're we're getting on this hay. You should snort us. You should put this hay up your nose. <laughs> so already, like at this point in reading the book, I'm like, this is a good book. Yeah, <laughs> because awesome. like this is the dumbest plan. Like, well, th- there's rules that that were set in place by by Jake before they did this. Yes, one Marco. Whatever no you morphing. Do, no morphing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, you probably shouldn't even leave the barn. You yes. should just stay in the barn. Under no circumstance should you morph. Yeah. Should you morph though? That's the big one. Yep. Um, we'll keep you posted when we're down there. And Marco uh, even luck. says, well, what about that kid? He has proof. I know we put the chi on them watching him, but someone should worry about that. Jake says, no, yeah. Marco, stay here. Don't morph. What? Just don't do these things. So 
That's that's the plan. That's the yeah. Marcus too place. proactive for that though. Yeah, as we'll see, that leads to some deleterious consequences. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what happened as Rachel's shrinking? Mm-hmm. She really hates getting smaller. Yeah, that's yeah. a great little narrative thing. Is that Rachel hates feeling small, and, and that's powerless. been since, since Jump Street. Like when she turned into the shrew early in the series, <laughs> yeah. she was terrified it's, and afraid. She hates that. They're they're scared by a beetle. Marco flicks them away. <laughs> but not scared. They're being actively eaten by a beetle. They're, yeah. they're they're in actual danger. Yes, they are in actual danger. But it doesn't matter. They get on the hay. Marco jams them up his nose. Takes a big, deep breath. There, there's them. some good imagery here when uh, they're taking the ride up the hay where they see Marco's gigantic face. Yeah. And the G-forces are pushing them down. <laughs> <laughs> like, again, all this is like, listen, the science in this book uh, maybe is a bit wrong. Do I care at all? No. no not in the slightest. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Like, I, yeah, like hey, there, there are other ways to solve this problem, sure. Marco could have just morphed into something uh, with the Helmicrons in there. Uh-huh. And killed him that way. He could have uh, used a neti pot, just kind of went there and uh, drowned them out, like uh, um, you know, Army of Darkness stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, given what happens later, that may not have worked. Yeah, but like I, they could have. Tr- mm. I would have tried that first. <laughs> yes. I mean, morphing definitely. They should have tried. <laughs> yeah. They should have tried a lot of things. They even say like, well. You shouldn't morph because this is new Z-Space territory. We don't know what could happen. Well, I was thinking like, okay, if they morph small, would the Helmocrons morph with them? That's... Cause like, or would you just have giant Helmocrons just like poking through your brain at that point? <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, I was like, would it get sent to Z-Space with the rest of the mass inside you? Or is it going to like burst out the side of you like when they had chips in their head and turned into flies? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, like, all right, maybe that's listeners, what- you'll figure out what happens in a little bit later. Yeah. Mm. Um, I would have done the neti pot though, or like a Q-tip, just get in there real <laughs> yeah, good. You definitely would do the army of darkness thing of pouring <laughs> boiling hot water up your sinuses to kill tiny little aliens. But like, I could just morph into something, morph, morph back, that, yeah. and be fine. Marco <laughs> wouldn't do that though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Although Marco's used to pain at this point, he's always getting stabbed. Oh yeah, yeah, he's so. <clears throat> but they anyways, up- they, they they ride up his nose. They they turn into birds on this piece of hay. They fly up Marco's nose and Marco they perch on Miss Frizzle. <laughs> yeah, he does as well. He should, by the way. Yeah, yeah Miss yeah. Frizzle's hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got a thing for redheads. Yeah, like uh, poofy red hair, quirky clothes, and smart. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's the- a, that's extremely my shit. Cute Perfect pet. package. She's got a pet. She's a lizard. Yeah, I'll give her the pets. Why are we gonna treat her like a dog? I don't know. You got What's... a weird, you got a weird weird uh, relationship with Miss Frizzle. I got a weird relationship with everything I sexualize. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, they're, so they're all birds. They're all perching on uh, Marco's nose hairs. Yes. Yeah. Listening in on the Helmercons and they're fighting. Why are they fighting? Because one they're of them's trapped trapped in goo <laughs> and dying. <laughs> well, uh, so what what is the goo? The goo, my dear listeners, snot. Marco's a snotty little brat. Yeah, he's a snotty little brat. He's congested. He, he's got one symptom. We, oh, oh god! Oh, god, oh no. no! He did his sneeze too. <laughs> oh god! He's got COVID. Oh, we'll find no. out. We'll find out later. Yeah, he's got. He's got a. He's going to catch a virus in this book. Don't worry. Yeah. And a poor dog probably dies. Uh, <laughs> it definitely does. And the one thing I'm glad they addressed here is that it's also very dark in Marco's nose. Yes, like there's not just a ma- like it's not the yeah. thing with like what inner space. Uh-huh. Um, 
Fantastic uh, Voyage. Fantastic Voyage. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh-huh. They go into someone mm-hmm. in that movie. I don't. I don't know. know. I don't think they go into someone. <laughs> but the point being is like, hey, it's really dark inside of a body. There's not yes. just a light source. Exactly. And then they find the Helmicrons, and they describe them like this: kind of big, as in enormous, huge, gargantuan. They were the size of giraffes. No, bigger, twice as big, as big as air traffic control towers. I could morph an elephant, still only come up to their calves. Another thing. These were some seriously ugly aliens. Heads, wide and perfectly flat on top. Eyes rolled around up there like big green marbles. Faces, upside down pyramids. Chins barbed. Teeth gnashed in from either side of their mouths. An extra set of legs made them look like walking tables. They appear to be exactly a hundred times our size. So, this is when they figure out the Helmicrons are now giants. Yeah, they're like 50 shacks. And they are now small. Oh no, the rules are reversed. Great writing. <laughs> uh, you know, this Costello lady was really giving her all. She was like, finally, it's not an alternative. They're giving me a real book. <laughs> and it's honestly, she kills it. Yeah, I there's think, good yeah. imagery here. I like the idea of an elephant that is, is like, you know, shin high. Like yeah. an elephant that's just like a cat. I want yeah. one of those. That'd be cool. There's a, <sighs> there's a few books in this series that you can't even compare to the others for fairness. Like the David Trilogy and the last couple of books. But other than those, this is hands down my favorite book. Oh, God, this is so good. Yeah, so should we? I want to read a little bit of the Helmicron yeah. dialogue for this. Oh, great ones. Oh, most courageous of all leaders. We have bravely marched into the breathing hole of the giant alien. Triumph <laughs> was within our grasp until one of the treasonable females wallowed in the sticky bodily excretion. Mood. But we, the noble knights of the Helmicron, shall overcome this hardship and find the strength to silence the giant forever. From the log of the Helmicron males. So, some bitch wandered off into the slime and died. <laughs> yeah, she got slimed. She, some bitch <laughs> went for it. slime. She said the word so, of the day. She got gacked. Uh, She's dead j- now. Shall I say that uh, Tobias makes a good point here. Uh, it's not just slime. Goo and muck, Tobias says. What little boys are made out of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Tobias, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> little boys are gross. So yeah, we spent some chapters here getting our animorphs slimed up with Marco's <laughs> snot. And honestly, reading this as a kid, this was hilarious to me because it's like, oh, yeah. I know what he's talking about. This is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. boogers. Boogers this- are gross and funny. <laughs> the- and this book proves it because... Uh- it drowned a Helmicron. <laughs> drowned yeah, a Helmicron. Yeah, yeah like th- that's what they're fighting about. They're fighting about this Helmicron that's like stuck in Marco's <laughs> snot. And they're like, should we just go or should we try to pull him out? And then they leave her. They yeah, leave her. Yeah, they're like, again, we let these incompetent bitches rule us for so long. Right. Like, yeah, that, that's their problem. We're going. Um, this is a female trouble. Let females <laughs> handle it. Exactly. Us, the strong chads of the Helmicrons, will proceed <laughs> down the alien's hole. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> uh, another great thing about this book is we're learning along the way. Yes. Right? Because Cassie, you know, she's practically a vet. She yes. knows yes. <laughs> she knows everything about biology. And she's like, see, the human nose is lined with mucus. Mucus traps dust that floats into the nose. Marco's mucus must have trapped one of the Helmicrons. <laughs> so see, like, oh, see, yeah, mucus is actually helpful. It serves a purpose. Yeah, and actually even says most animals with lungs have mucus. Mm-hmm. Andalites have it too. You think I listened in a class once too, Cassie? <laughs> yeah. Wait, Andalites Andalite have boogers? <laughs> they got I mean, yeah, they, they got a nose pussy. They yeah, got all kinds of slime. Yeah, so, like, all right, cool. Ooh, so, yeah, we're getting. Wait, some... wait so they, ca- they cough. I want to think. Yes. <laughs> they can, like, do a snot rocket. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. So, 
He was right. Now that I focused my dim eyesight on the walls and floors and ceilings ahead of us, I could see the snot oozing, dripping, pooling, collecting like wax under a candle. Must not have been as thick as wax, though. The wind was blowing up white caps on the surface of the pools. White, white caps? caps? <laughs> <laughs> so what are white caps? Boogers. Oh, no. They're boogers, right? Yeah. I mean, like the hard crusty ones, I'm imagining. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're also dust. Yeah, it's fine. So that's when they start to hear the thump, thump, and the... And it's not just Tobias excited. No. This is the sound of air coming. The Helicrons not respond immediately. They say, This sudden storm will not defeat the mighty warriors of the Helicron Empire, just like the rulers of the universe. <laughs> and so like, they, they, they feel those knees coming on. They're like, We will not be defeated. <laughs> they just stand there. Get ready to take on the sneeze. But the Animorphs, they jump for slime. Yeah, because like they know that they're not going to be able to hold on. No, they understand what's happening. Uh, Rachel does not. She thinks she can well, take it. Yeah, like she, she honestly, Rachel and the Helmicrons, they kind of yeah. have some, <laughs> some yeah, commonalities some, here. There's some, uh, those two got some stuff in common. So I flew, but it was practically impossible to make progress in the rushing wind, like flying into the eye of a hurricane. I used all of my strength, pressing my wing muscles to the bone popping point. Boom! And landed in a puddle. Snot. Stuck. Boom! Tobias came in for a wet landing on my right. Stuck. Boom! Cassie, farther up the wall. Boom! Axe. The wind hit me like a brick wall, knocked me off my talons. I landed beak first in the sticky sea and then started to slide <laughs> towards Marco's nostril. Tobias grabbed my talon with his beak. I stopped just in time for me to see something tumbling toward us, something big. A helmicron, he, she, it, whatever, was bouncing head over foot like a tumbleweed. I shall return! <laughs> helmicron shouted as the wind tossed him, her, into somersaults. I shall return with the force of your surrender, vile air-breathing alien. Then he, she, was gone, and so was the wind. <laughs> That's a little foreshadowing for later. He calls okay, them air-breathing so like, aliens? That's a little <laughs> foreshadowing. Uh, it, yeah. You know, like, that's the way I want to go out is like cursing somebody. <laughs> yeah. The thing killing you. You want to curse it. Vile heart attack. You shall feel my wrath next time. <laughs> Aneurysm. I will destroy you. Yeah. Like it's not even at something. Right. So like it's at the wind. He's yelling at the wind when he's like falling off to his death. I shall crush my true enemy. Diabetes type one. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Personal attack. <laughs> if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it, Will. <laughs> so, yeah, Helmicron goes flying out. Cut to Marco. Cut to Marco. Where, uh, Marco is kind of getting a little bit stir-crazy. And I can understand why, right? Because there's a battle raging in his nose. <laughs> he knows this. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's just like, he's pacing in his room. He's just like, or no, he's pacing in the barn. He's pacing right? in the barn. But then he's like, fuck this. Right. Like, Absolutely fuck this. Yeah. He, he's feeling useless, which I get. A dozen one sixteenth of an inch aliens gone inside his body and threatened to cut up his aorta and stuff. Like <laughs> Yeah. It's I would want to distract myself as well. Yeah. yeah. He's thinking back to movies because Marco has movie mindset. He yes. thinks yeah. about he thinks about the he thinks about life in the context of what happens in movies. Yeah, I mean mm -hmm. and he knows the movie Fantastic Voyage yes. where it's like, hey, I should maybe just lay down. Yeah. Right, because that's what they do. Mm -hmm. Maybe. On the other hand, I thought, if I'm going to kick 
This book has some bad writing in it. <laughs> like yeah. when it well, when, uh, you're surprised. Okay. Well, like when I'm reading it, like this is way this is what the it's actually written down on the page. If I'm going to kick, I don't want to go staring at the ceiling of my bedroom. Right. If I'm going to kick, that's no. It, it should it. be if I'm going to kick, kick it. it. If I'm yeah. going to kick the bucket. Kick yeah, the bucket. I read that a couple times. Um, but yeah, long story short, is that Marco's going stir crazy? I mean, is it bad writing or is it good writing that a kid <laughs> is bad at slaying? <laughs> you know what it is. It's the episode of the X Files where they go to the freak show. <laughs> it's like this is technically yes a bad episode, but mm-hmm. I love it. It's, <laughs> I just, yeah. just want to swim in it. Like, like snot. Yeah, like yes. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Hey, you forget a couple words here or there when you're writing a sentence. Do I care? Not in the no. slightest. Um. So yeah, Marco decides he's gonna. He's um, like, fuck it. They're in there saving my life. I'm gonna save their lives by getting the picture back. Right. It's time to to go on a Marco mission. We're doing it. He does it. He rides his bike to the project, <laughs> meets up with a homeless person that's a chi, finds out the kid's still in there. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I could climb a fire escape. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can be Spider-Man. I could be a badass. I did in that right. alternative universe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like he climbs up that fire escape. He goes to the window. He's like, no, the window's unlocked. Mm. Hey. Everything's coming up, Marco. <laughs> right things are coming up marco everyone has come up marco today <laughs> that's right everyone's everyone's there and in in this apartment he sees that oh there's a little uh, there's a little pity there a little pitbull he's like i uh, listen i've been a dog i know how dogs think they're uh, generally happy fun maybe sometimes a little bit anxious but not so bad yeah he's like all right nice doggy how's it going nice doggy <laughs> the dog Snarling, snapping teeth, an inch from my nose. I heard Fido, which he named the dog Fido, for yep. whatever reason. Uh, I heard Fido's teeth clank together. Smelled his hot doggy breath. I put up my hand. Get away, Cujo. Fido sank his teeth into my wrist. He shook his head, sending incredible waves of pain up my arm. Get off, get off! Fido shook again. Ah! So he sees in the corner of this apartment a Louisville slugger. Yeah. He slides over while there's this dog like tearing chewing in his yeah, chewing yeah. into his arm. Yeah, by the way, a pit bull. A pit yeah. bull. Strong jaws. A nice dog, sweetie pies. Yeah, we're yeah. pit bull defenders. I own a pit bull. I don't own how can you really own another being? That's right. Rescued <laughs> but like yeah, he rescued me. Uh they're nice dogs. They yeah. they get targeted for bad owners. Yeah. And yeah. that's why they get that reputation. Anyways, decide throw that out there. This one is a bastard. That's good politics, <laughs> yeah, man. And this is a shit pit bull. And yeah. a dog chewing on your wrist, like doing the actual like shake bit, Marco's mm. tendons are gone. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, ripped apart. We know why like, his dog is agitated, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he slides over, he grabs a bat, and it's like thwacks a thing on the side. Not hard enough to like kill it. No, like, he know. hits the he hits the dog with a baseball bat, and then he looks down at his wrist. A neat semicircle of puncture holes marked my wrist. A little blood dribbled toward my elbow. Back under my injured arm, I grabbed an old t-shirt off the bed, wrapped it around my wrist. Crap, yeah. I could morph and demorph to heal the injury, except for the fact that I couldn't, wasn't allowed to. But the pain was pretty intense. Fido hunkered down and growled low. Nobody had come running. The apartment must have been empty. Unless Fido's owners were off somewhere calling the police. I backed toward the window, still gripping the bat. No time to reach for the camera. I had just climbed out when the siren started. I pounded down the slippery rungs of the fire escape, feeling lightheaded. So Marco bones out. (laughs) How did burglars do this? I wondered absently. I was running across the empty lot when I felt something tickling my nose. I put up a good hand and brought it away bloody. Foreshadowing what is happening next. (laughs) Yeah. So 
what is happening inside of Marco's nose. The Helmicrons are blasting. <laughs> They're just blasting. <laughs> because, like, okay, here's here's how it goes down. It's dark in the nose. Things yep. have finally settled. Jake comes out. He's like, okay, listen, we need to we have the element of surprise. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can see in the dark. Yeah. Right? Um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go up and we're gonna talk to them. We're gonna say, please leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now don't you fret. When I'm through, he won't set foot in this town again. I can be very, very persuasive. Come on, leave town. No. I'll be your friend. No. Oh, you're mean. I am Jake. I can reason with these things. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty good at negotiating. I think I got this. <laughs> I've really grown. I think I speak their language. <laughs> well, here, they actually, here's the logic behind it. That's right. Um, Kat, uh, Tobias says this, which I, Tobias do better. <laughs> Maybe we should try to channel the Helmicron personality. They aren't afraid of being small. Maybe they think small is scary. Oh my god! <laughs> right? Like so? Yeah. Maybe my tiny dick is really big and well, a pussy. <laughs> the logic here is that, like, they think that, like, the animorphs think that being small in the Helmicron mind is a sense uh, is a sign of power. Yes. So if they're smaller than the Helmicrons, yeah. <laughs> yes, and you know, they, in they might be afraid of us. <laughs> in cartoons, my scare elephants. Yes. And, yeah. Exactly. And so they, they go up and uh, what does Jake say? He says, surrender now, surrender, and we'll let you live as our defiled beast of burden. <laughs> Resist us and and we'll sneeze in your general direction. Very original, Tobias yeah. whispered. You call that reasoning? Reasoning Helmicron style. Hmm. What are they doing? I asked Elephant Eyes, useless in the dim light. So, yeah. So they- then the Helmicron's like, what the fuck? They're looking around. That's when we get the Helmicron saying their signature catchphrase. I love that. They're okay. cheering and laughing. The thing, things I don't love. I don't love the Monty Python bit. <laughs> I think that Jake uh, is a humorless, a humorless uh, a dick. Yeah. And I think he's showing that right now. He, he just Jake watched Monty a- Python with his dad. Right. J- Jake is the type of guy who quotes Monty Python. Let's For be sure. real. Yeah. That's when we get the Helmicrons laughing at them. Neep, 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 neep. Ha ha! One of the Helmicrons crowed. The insipid aliens fell into a crafty trap. Now they are the ones lacking great size. Victory is before us! Congratulations, I said. Respect us! Jake bellowed, or we will tell our friends to bring the wind. The Helmicron started laughing or cheering or whatever that neep neeping was. <laughs> Jake sucks. Yeah. That's the worst negotiation. He just knocks it over. I mean, like, to be fair, though, in Jake's defense, uh, they are, like, up to their shins, right? They're not yeah. going to win in, a, like, a straight-up fight. No. No, uh, they try. They, they try. Uh, and what? so, like, they... The Helicrons just start blasting them. Okay, yeah, that's right. So they, they yeah. start blasting, like, they're still birds at this point, right? So they're yeah. kind of, like, well, avoiding... Be- before then, they some of them were stayed birds. Cassie and Jake went owl. Okay. And then Axe went axe mode. Right. Yeah. light mode, attack mode. Mm-hmm. Tobias went Hork-Bajir mode. The right. cat I love pack. when Tobias goes Hork-Bajir to fight. Oh, it's so good. He needs to do that more often. Yeah. And then Rachel, before mm-hmm. this, went elephant mode. Yeah, hmm. it's her go-to big mode. It's the, She went as big mode as she possibly could for this. Right. And, correct me if I'm wrong, 
the cover of this book, African Elephant. Yes. She turns into an African Elephant. Yeah. So what what are you implying? Do you know what time it is? Will, do you know what time it is? Oh, it's, I know what time it is. Baby. Oh, it's actually 420. It's <laughs> actually 420. <laughs> the time is 420. But it's also <laughs> Animal Facts. Animal Facts. Prince Jake and Cassie, Tobias and Axe, Rachel and Marco, the bandits are here. They want to listen to Animal Facts. Fuck all the years, Marco's mom is a bitch. We did it. Almost. We almost did it without doing Animal Facts. That would have been... What, 420? <laughs> well, yeah, we almost did 420 without animal facts. No, so, uh, provided, as always, by the illustrious, wonderful, divine soup can. What an angel Thank you, uh, DSC. DSC gave us some animal facts. You all ready for some African elephant facts? I'm so yes. ready for this. All right. African elephants live in family groups of several adult cows with an older cow matriarch, their daughters, and their subadult sons. Subadults. <laughs> yeah, like us. We're the like subadult yeah. sons. We're the subadult sons of the matriarch elephants you couldn't poach. I like I I love subadult better than like a uh, fail son. I think that works a lot. Yeah, better. I, a lot, yeah. I subadult also gender neutral. Yeah, hey. Uh at yeah. about ages twelve to fifteen, when a male calf becomes a bull, he will leave the herd and form a wandering band of bachelor elephants with his friends, only <laughs> returning yeah. to socialize or mate. Dudes rock. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they, they an They're just gonna go eat, yeah, play Halo <laughs> with their friends. Elephants eat by fermenting plant matter in their hind gut. They so, get drunk. This is a bunch of like drunk wandering bachelors. Yeah. Yep. Hell such yeah. as bark stripped from trees using their tusks, coffee cherries, which have fermented in elephants, oh. uh, are collected from their feces by the Black Ivory Coffee oh. Company in Thailand and are sold as Whoa. coffee in luxury hotels for $50 a cup. So elephant shit what? coffee. I would try it. Yeah. yeah I would try that sounds too. better than cat shit coffee, to be honest. Like you're right uh, in yeah. there, Laura Dern style, and get those <laughs> coffee beans. I want to get in Laura Dern. Oh, yeah. I'd I put my arm. Nope. <laughs> yep. Elbow nope. deep, baby. <laughs> like a reverse Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Laura Dern. Huh. Uh, so from their website, it this coffee tastes with notes of chocolate, malt, spice, and a hint of grass, and without the burnt or bitter taste of regular coffee. Just a smack of elephant. Just, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's coffee with a smack of elephant. <laughs> Just like you get well, a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Some coffee and smacked by an elephant. <laughs> While ele- oh, they call it a Truncachino. Oh! <laughs> good one, Nate. Good one. Oh, my God. Uh, while elephants can be trained to produce landscapes and portraits, they naturally produce abstract paintings. Elephants have individual styles which mature over time. Due to the selective pressures uh, by poaching, vulnerable elephant populations are rapidly evolving to be tuskless. This is not necessarily a good thing, as tusks are a vital survival mechanism for elephants used for defense and feeding. Further, the tusklessness gene is lethal to males and as such can cause up to 25% of elephant pregnancies in a population to fail. It is important to remember that the price of rapid evolution is paid in lives. Yeah, it really motivates their art. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but how else are we going to get grand pianos? Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, we don't want sub grand pianos. That's right. No. 
only the grandest will do. Oh, Jesus. I, I don't know how you can build a piano without ivory. That's all I'll say. It's, nope. <laughs> Not <laughs> nope. Circus <laughs> elephants, which are still in use in America today, are typically captured for the wild due to difficulty breeding elephants in captivity. They are trained with spears and chains. Oh, God. They are confined to tight spaces in the heat and the cold. They are trained to defecate in a bucket on command. One circus elephant named Topsy, who had was publicly executed Ooh. in 1903, she was Whoa. fed cyanide-laced carrots, electrocuted, and strangled with ropes tied to steam-powered winch. You- this is because the ASPCA objected to a hanging. Okay, so there's what did way it do? more to Topsy. Yeah. <sighs> Like, Topsy was electrocuted to prove how That's dangerous the- direct current was to alternative current. That's like uh, the Rasputin I- of elephants. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, uh, Topsy's a strong elephant. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That's a beefy boy. Uh, maybe, but also, maybe don't torture an elephant. Yeah, maybe yeah. don't have elephants in circuses. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's a whole maybe, Robert maybe Pattinson like- movie about it. Twilight was about elephants? No, Water for Elephants, I think it's called. A Batman? <laughs> no, yeah. see, in Lighthouse, there was a carving <laughs> yeah. of elephants. Yeah, he a little wooden elephant carving. Yeah. <laughs> so, bull elephants enter a period called must for two to three months of the year. You can tell a bull is in must because <laughs> his temporal glands on either side of his head will be leaking hormone-rich temporin. This is what? painful for the bull. <laughs> During <laughs> must, the testosterone levels will reach 60 times their baseline, making him aggressive and horny. An elephant's penis can reach one meter long, is prehensile, and may be used to swat away flies or scratch <laughs> itches. When mating, the bull elephant will thrust his penis, not his hips. Elephants have the longest pregnancies at 22 months. The, okay, Elephants so there's, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Uh, the th- the major thing to unpack here is um, leaky leaky testosterone heads. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, an- another leaky testosterone head. Undefeated. Swelling brain is top is topical. <laughs> yeah. Ele- elephants uh, undefeated at playing tummy banana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got. He gave us a lightning round. You ready for a lightning round? I'm so yeah. excited. Elephants can contract rabies, and wild foxes <laughs> fatally inflicted 16 elephants in three weeks at a Kazaronga National Park in 2020. Wow. Okay, Jesus. Elephant graveyards are a myth. What? Yep. Oh, no. Elephants use their ears to radiate heat from their blood and stay cool. Hell yeah. Elephants are afraid of anything moving quickly by their feet, not just mice. But <laughs> the, including mice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And elephants. Yeah. Elephants forget things all the time, but still, <laughs> but still have a plenty good enough memory to hold grudges. I like that it had to be said. Yeah. Same, same Listen, fam. elephants, elephants, they forget shit. It's just like if you piss them off a lot, yeah, yeah they a- will remember that. Asian elephants have two fingers on their trunks, while African elephants have one. And for our final elephant fact, he's going out with a banger here. Yeah. You already, yeah. Elephants grieve. <laughs> Oh, I hate thinking of sad animals. Well, they uh, should get a graveyard so they could go take flowers <laughs> to their lost friends. You know, it's the one way to make sure that an elephant isn't sad. Is you throw them down an esophagus. <laughs> That's how you get a, a confused elephant, mainly. Yeah. yeah. Rachel so, is confused. Very confused. Rachel sees the Helmicrons blasting. They... they well, they, the, the Helmicrons just like, alright, listen, we need to go further down this dude's you know, body. We need to go to the thumping. Yes, they hear a to thumping. the heart. They hear a thumping, right? So they're like, okay, there's a cliff over there. It goes deeper. Let's go. They all just kind of lemmings themselves off a cliff. Yes. And they Rachel's like, oh, 
the fuck you are, <laughs> grabs onto a Helmicron with her trunk <laughs> and gets pulled down the esophagus. Right. Like, this... Gandalf style is what I'm imagining. Like, Gandalf yeah, style, yeah, definitely. Like, like, fly Size difference, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, Probably trying to kill the Helmicron on the way down. Oh, yeah. And, and we get this nice little... <laughs> this nice little kind of peaceful and horrifying little <laughs> image. Flipping trunk to tail over and over, couldn't sense the bottom, couldn't sense the shape of the tunnel through which I fell. Above, beneath, beyond even Cassie's voice, a deep, resonating thump, 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 thump. The slow rhythm vibrated through me the way the bass guitar does at a loud concert. Disconcerting, at the same time, something about the rhythm was comforting, like the hum of the fridge in a darkened kitchen. Also, I smelled something, something that wasn't pleasant, something sour, like rotting food. No, not exactly... More like puke. Oh, man. What else would be in your stomach? Half-digested food mixed with some sort of stomach juice. I didn't even like thinking about the stuff, much less kerplash. I went under. So, she's in the tummy. She's in the tummy. Marcus Wallace. Technical term. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, she's sinking. She's submerged in stomach acid. Right. And as we know, stomach acid is pretty mild. It's not really, it doesn't do much. Yeah, it's not like hydrofluoric acid. Yeah. But it is acid. It is in your body to digest meats. To this digest is the second foods. time Rachel's been eaten. <laughs> yeah, well, the first time was like what? By a dinosaur. dinosaur? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so like we don't know dinosaur biology. We don't know how strong that acid is. <laughs> this, but like this, this acid is strong enough to like cause some serious pain and panic to her, right? Yes. So first off, she's drowning. First. Yes, she's drowning in this puke because I don't know how viscid it is, but it seems like it's hard to swim in. Yes, and she, so she like has to rely on the elephant brain in order to kind of get her head above water because right now she, yeah, she's gonna do that thing where they occupied. Use the trunk like a snorkel. Yes. And uh, she swims up through the puke. The Helmicrons start blasting. They're like, ah, one of the female, one of the aliens followed us. <laughs> they start blasting. Well, so what are the helmet? Are they swimming too? They're doing just fine. Well, some of them. Yeah, kind of, right? <laughs> so that's when this book takes a horrific turn. Like a genuinely horrific yeah. awful animal John Carpenter turn. could have directed this part it's so good so the Helmicrons are shooting at Rachel they're missing and she says the Helmicrons aim was way off but I almost didn't care because the pain in my skin was intensifying hundreds thousands of raw nerve endings were screaming madly the ironic part about all this was that it wasn't the first time I'd nearly been digested oh yeah but that's <laughs> another story pick up huh. Megamorphs number two <laughs> in stores so the animorphs jumped down i couldn't see my friends by the time they arrived the acid had splashed into my eyes eaten away at the vulnerable eyeball painfully blinding me but i heard a clumsy flap flap way overhead wings bat wings the perfect morph for seeing in the dark most omnipotent leader catastrophe has struck our ranks the alien is full of bizarre lightless caverns and caustic fluids two of the weaker males have succumbed But even though some of us are blinded, we are the boldest of the bold. We will march forward to the beating organ, stop it, and embark on our plan to conquer the universe. From the log of the Helmicron females. I love them so much. (laughs) 
It's like, even though two have been digested and died, we shall move on. Yes. And yeah, their, their ranks only get stronger as the weak die. It's And they're they're dying. They're getting digested. <laughs> they are actively melting. Marco's, like, eating some Helmocrons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's going to be some Helmocron shit coming out of Marco later. Mm-hmm. And Make some coffee this, out of that. This is where... Uh, this chapter is disgusting. So, okay, so, mm-hmm. like, the rest of the gang say, hold on, Rachel, we're coming to save you. We got a plan. They just jump in. Yeah. <laughs> and they're also stuck there. Prince <laughs> Jake, I believe we have a problem. I'm not sure we can go back the way we came. Some sort of circular muscle has closed off the passageway. A sphincter, Cassie says. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's a magic school bus gift. That's a booty hole. <laughs> Rachel, on the other hand, realizes her elephant's being dissolved. She needs to morph human to go bat. And we get this, which I think is... This is honestly horrific. Well, yeah, being burned Mm -hmm. by acid is horrific. My leathery hide had smoothed, softened into human skin. Was I fully human? Must have been, because an intense agony hit me, made me gasp and swoon. My skin was burning, and it felt like I was being rubbed with red-hot sandpaper, eaten away by flame and acid tightening as if it were shrinking away from the bone, shriveling into ash. I gritted my teeth. Morph, I ordered myself, but my brain was foggy with pain. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't concentrate. I was nauseous and sweaty, and my heart was beating too fast. Through incredible pain-seeped anger, I was starting to get incredibly ticked off. Marco slowly digesting me, Helmicron shooting at me. No way I was dying here like a piece of bacon in a frying pan, and that meant I couldn't pass out. Had to morph. So Rachel's getting her skin melted off. <laughs> Wait, here, yeah. you, you left off at the worst part because there's still the bat, 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 I thought, and then Jake calls out. Words of encouragement. Go, Rachel! <laughs> <laughs> Jake, you uh, motherfucker. Like, you're not being digested. Because <laughs> what they flew in as, like, uh, flying creatures, right? Yeah, they flew in as bats. They flew in as bats. But they get shot down by Helmicrons. Remember those those famous fireside speeches where he said, go. <laughs> yeah. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm so- a man of few words. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> so they're flying around as bats. The Helmicrons can't see, but they don't care. No. Instead, they're going to light the way through the the, the 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 brightness coming off of their Dracon beams. Yeah. <laughs> they, they start blasting. They hit Jake. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they hit all of them, essentially. Right? Yeah, he plunks in the water. Axe gets hit. Cassie gets hit. Tobias gets hit. Like, they're good. <laughs> yes. And, and, and so, like, they're all being digested as bats. Uh, they're all screaming in pain. Cassie um, gets a good idea. Cassie gets a great idea. She it, she solves this problem as yeah. she solves every problem. She's the grandma she goes, from Dante's Peak. Yeah, she goes... God, <laughs> she's the grandma from Dante's Peak. That's right. The she, melting grandma. Oh, God. Now that's horrific. Uh, but she's better than the, the grandma, though. Because yeah, Cassie lives. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and is useful, too. The grandma in Dante's Peak, like, she, like, what? Like, pulls the boat to the shore? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Cassie goes whale mode. Let's yeah. them all crawl on her back, recover by morphing. Right. They're all sitting on on uh, Cassie's back trying to get a plan together. And Cassie's like, hey, could you speed it up? They're shooting my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> the Helmocrons are like, die. The Helmocrons are, fuck your eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really smart. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. The, the Helmocrons rule. It's just like, oh, you think you're so impressive because you can turn into a whale? Yeah. Uh, so the Helmocrons 
decide they need to continue for the heart. Right. So they blast a hole in the side of Jake's or uh, Marco's stomach. And, and they start slooping their way into there. Th- yeah, it's one of the the wildest things I think I've read in a long time. I, I don't know why it disturbed me so, but I think it's because if I was a Helmicron, if I was in this situation, the idea of just like climbing into this meaty hole <laughs> and just being sucked into God knows where in a place uh, you can't breathe. <laughs> uh, so far, I'm yeah. on board with what yeah. you just said. <laughs> meep, meep, meep. We shall be victorious. And when we rule the universe... We will not spare your lives, not even so you may scrape our boots. The Helmicron stepped forward. He pulled apart the slice in Marco's stomach, began to wiggle in through the flaps of skin, then sloosh! With an awful sucking sound, he disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah! To victory! victory! (laughs) Another another Helmicron disappeared through the stomach lining. Sloosh! (laughs) To still the beating organ! (laughs) Sloosh! Another... (laughs) It's like they're just jumping in there. This fucking rules. It's like they don't know where they're going. They don't know if it's going to go to the heart or not. They don't that, know if they can live in there. They were just, a, two just died in an acid pit. Yeah. That part made me note that the Helmicrons were like Power Rangers. One of them said a line before jumping, and then the rest of them are like, oh, I've got to say a catchphrase too. <laughs> right. Four had already entered Marco's bloodstream as calmly as I would step into an escalator at the mall. It was horrifying. <laughs> what are they doing? Cassie asked, trance-like. I couldn't look away. None of us could. We were exhausted from the rapid-fire morphing, from the acid bath pain fest, the other strangeness of being inside the human body. We did nothing to stop the Helmicrons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like a kamikaze mission? Tobias suggested. Maybe they don't care if they die as long as they kill Marco. <laughs> but they're going to drown before they get to Marco's heart. And suicide, pointless, uh, crazy, doesn't make any sense. Nothing these beings do make any sense, <laughs> Axe pointed out. So this is when they kind of debate Helmicron physiology. They say, well, yeah, they might drown, but uh, they also might not. <laughs> to the cowardly heart of the swollen alien! Sloosh. <laughs> they just keep on screaming and jumping in there. It, uh, yeah, so they debate whether or not Helmicrons need to breathe. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe not, you know, who knows? And even okay. Cassie says... The bloodstream isn't airless, Cassie said. Blood contains oxygen. The main purpose of blood is to carry oxygen around the body. Yeah, but you'd have to be a fish to breathe it. Uh, you'd need specialized lungs. How do we know the Helmicrons aren't fish? Uh, the Helmicron homeworld could be an aquarium somewhere in Iowa, for all we know. They walk on dry ground. Maybe they're, you know, those animals that can live in the water and on land. Uh, like frogs or turtles. Amphibians. Or maybe they do not breathe at all, Max said. How can you be alive and not breathe? Well, I mean, trees are alive and they don't breathe. So <laughs> they're like they're just like sitting there debating yeah. whether or not yeah. Cassie's are- actively melting and getting digested. And Helmicrons are flying to Marco's brain <laughs> or heart. Okay, you know what this does? It really reminds me of the um, Army of Darkness scene where the tiny ashes are jumping inside of Big oh, Ash. Yeah. It's that joyful glee of like, yeah, because they, they're going in to die. This yes. is a kamikaze mission. They're, they're not thinking they're going to come out of this alive. Right. They just want to kill Marco. Yes. They want the swollen alien to die. And you know what? The Helmicrons are confident. And <laughs> they're confident. They're brave. They're smart because they know that they, the, that thumping goes to the heart probably. Yeah. They probably they're do well right. in a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and so like... 
and the gang are debating like, okay, how do we follow them? We can't just let them go into Marco's well, Yeah, A few chapters ago, the Homicrons screamed that they were filthy air breathers. So like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, they did yell that. So it's like these Helmicrons, they even debate. It's like, well, they could be made of like cork or they could yeah. be living mushrooms. It's like, we don't know what the fuck these aliens are. We just know they're fucking crazy. <laughs> they're they're just nuts yeah. and senseless. So they decide to go shark mode. Yeah. Like, how else are you going to follow them? It's too late now to like, you know, kind of <coughs> back off and re, you know, redo a plan. They can't, they can't go up because there's a sphincter. Right. They can't go down because that's gross. Yes. That's More where sphincter. the sphincter goes. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. You don't want to be pooped out by Marco. No. So they're like, all right, let's just turn sharks. Let's go into the bloodstream. Let's follow. Yes. Um, so, so Will, Nate, what's a shark's favorite thing? Uh, well, I think they love blood. Blood. Will, would you, would you agree, Will? <laughs> yeah. They call them the vampires of the ocean. What? Yeah. What's in these vessels? <laughs> mostly blood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mostly blood. Uh, Rachel immediately loses her shit and goes blood frenzy. The shark. Well, Rachel is known to just have a blood frenzy anyway. Yes. I don't yeah. think it's much of a leap to go from Rachel blood frenzy to shark. Rachel blood frenzy. and shark morph could see a picture of blood and go into a frenzy. <laughs> right. <laughs> that Venn diagram is pretty much a circle. It yeah. absolutely is. And so we get. An. I turned tightly, poked my strange head into a tight opening and pushed through. <laughs> a narrow space, a few inches on one side, a few inches on the other. The shark didn't care. Sharks have no fear and the smell. So much blood. I swam with the current, crossing frantically from one side of the confining space to the other. The prey, where was it? I was confused. I should see the prey silhouetted against the sunlight above. But there was no sunlight. And the blood was everywhere. Imagine a drug addict awash in a sea of drugs. <laughs> I, I love that line. I had to. I had yeah. to. Like, it's such a Garth Marenghi line. <laughs> yeah. Something was pouring from his mouth. He examined his sleeve. Blood? Blood. Crimson, copper-smelling blood. His blood. 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 And bits of sick. It's so fucking on the nose. Imagine a drug addict awash in a in sea, a of, sea drugs. of drugs. <laughs> I am a drug addict. I take drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Written by somebody who definitely understands what drugs are. Yeah. yeah. Emily Costello, do actual drugs. Uh, so, so <laughs> I thought she was so this- smart when Marco sneezed after snorting them, but that was just nope. a coincidence. No, she probably was like, imagine, uh, I couldn't even, imagine no. Dirk Diggler in a pile of yayo. Like, <laughs> that that's your alternative? That's how you fix that line? I didn't want to pick a real, like, drug addict, so I went imagine fictional. Stephen King, it's topical. Yeah, oh yeah. Imagine Stephen King. Imagine Stephen King in a typewriter with the single page yeah. that says Cujo in a pile of cocaine. <laughs> I, I, I tried to look up some Cujo facts for this, but all I could really find was two things. That he can't remember writing it, which I already knew. <laughs> yeah, And yeah. Um, I never saw the movie. I've only read the book. And in the movie the little boy survives in the book, he definitely doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Books are better, folks. This yeah. book, amazing. So... Rachel goes blood frenzy, takes a bite out of Jake. Not the first time. Not the first no. time. Was it? She's taking a bite out of somebody. She's taking bites out of all of them. Yeah, let's crime be honest. Espe- crime especially. Yeah, Rachel can have a little animorph as a treat. That's right. I think Jake it was mine. I think there was a bit of dialogue in one of the books where Axe is like, "Rachel, did you just bite me or something like that?" <laughs> she goes blood crazy. It's fine. And Jake, of course, has like the dumbest response. 
Who's biting me? Jeez. <laughs> I think a chunk of my tail is gone. Hey, I was using that. <laughs> uh, so I will give this book a little bit of credit. Is it stupid? Yes. Does it try to explain how this works? Also, yes. And I love that. Yeah. Like it, it's stupid, but I love the stupidness of it. Like I think if it was smarter, I wouldn't book. like this book. No. Yeah, this is this is a book that knows it's dumb and leans into the dumb. Listen yeah. to this. Hey, check it out, Cassie said. Those are red blood cells. The dark red ones pressing up against our gills, about the size of a serving platter. Somehow we're capturing the oxygen molecules without sucking in the blood cells. I'm not much of a sightseer. Generally, sightseeing puts me in a tedium-induced rage. This was different. I was happy to be a tourist, especially if it would keep me from going cannibal. Besides, how many suburban girls get to travel down a human vein as a tiny hammerhead shark? Disney has nothing on the Animorphs. Red blood cell, red blood cell, red blood cell. After I'd seen a few thousand, I stopped paying attention to them and started to focus on other floating shapes. What was that, I demanded. Something seriously small passed in front of my eyes. To the sub-mini shark, it was about the size and shape of a pill bug. A pill bug with a little spikes covering it. A 3D millipede. What? Cassie asked eagerly. The thing looked out of place, sharp and pointed in a world where everything was soft and oval. Something strange. I mean, all sorts of stuff travels in the blood, Cassie said. Food particles, waste, hormones. Hormones? (laughs) We're swimming in hormones, Jake says. I never even looked at another man. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I love nothing more than hormones. What? Yeah, I I got it. You get it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) So, yeah, they're they're swimming in the bloodstream. We're getting a lesson about what's in blood. Yeah. And then, like, you know, honestly, like, I don't fully understand what what you can put into a vein, really. Anything. Yeah. Like air? (laughs) You want me to put air in there? I mean, so here's the thing about that. Yeah. Everybody, when they get an IV, it's like, ah, there's an air bubble. Oh, my God, I'm going to be okay. You need about a pint of air to get in your IV to even kill you. Really? Yes. So that, like, that's for TV. I'm that's writing for that TV. down. <laughs> yeah, a pint <laughs> of air. No, like, uh, cardiologists even have what's called a bubble test where they inject a small bubble of air into your vein to check the stress on your heart. Gross. Okay. So... Don't worry about tiny air bubbles. You're going to be fine, okay. I hope. Well, okay, how about this? What if I took a syringe of, like, white wine and just injected that sucker right Oh, there? you could die. Or, like, like detergent in T2. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the detergent. That was yeah. horrifying. Yeah, it was awful. No, like, like, the stuff you want in your veins needs to be specifically created to go in your veins. Otherwise... I can't yeah. just put anything in there. Yeah. No. One, because medicine created is specifically for veins. Mm. And you know what? It's sterile. There's not bacteria. Yeah. Okay. What if I boiled the wine? Please oh. don't put boiled wine into <laughs> your veins. Please <laughs> don't. Cool. I'm trying to figure out where the line is. There are, two, there are two things wrong with that. One, you don't boil wine. And two, <laughs> do not put the boiled wine into your veins. Okay. Um, you put it up your nose to get rid of Helmicrons. Yes. <laughs> what about like just straight water? What if I like just took some straight water and like put straight it water is full of bacteria, which could kill you. Also, straight water could kill you. What about mm. gay water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gay water is just cum, and yeah, you can take cum. It's fine. Excellent. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm learning something new about the blood. What else we got? Um, Cassie talks about this trans- large translucent blob surrounding a uh, spiky vitamin pill and consuming it. What do you, what do you all think that is? The blob that book. looks like Pac-Man. Well, I mean, what do you think the spiky blob is? Or the blob is? 
Um, I'll give one of you if if one of you can guess the correct white blood cell, I'll give you a hundred dollars. White blood cell. But you have to tell me the type. Oh, I don't know. There's more than one. Fuck. No, there's a bunch. T cell. <laughs> no. <laughs> For Terminator. Yes, it's the terminus. <laughs> no. This is probably a lymphocyte. Lymphocytes. Okay. Yes, because lymphocytes are the, the ones that, oh, that hunt for viruses. Yeah. There's eosinophils. There's others. <laughs> Basophils. <laughs> Sorry, eosinophils suffer like allergens, like uh, parasites, I think. This is the one that Basically, does <laughs> Yeah. Like, so when you get your blood sorted in a blood test, it'll tell yeah. you which type of white blood cells are the most in that little group of blood. Okay. You can guess the diagnosis based on what type of white blood cell is there predominantly. You know what? It is oh, that wild. makes sense. The, the the most I've learned about like kind of blood and how like that sort of biology works was when I was in grade school and we got the AIDS discussion. Oh Jesus! No, really, that's why I know about T cells <laughs> is because of AIDS, right? Yeah, because that's how you learned it. That's how I learned about like uh, um, antibodies mm-hmm. and how viruses interact with uh, things in the body, right? Right, because we all saw that diagram of an an evil AIDS virus exploding <laughs> a T cell. Oh, I didn't know AIDS was evil, but go well, off. Well, no, like, that, 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 <laughs> the idea here is that, like, that's my only real exposure to this stuff, right? Like, that's my only exposure to uh, yeah, we, blood biology. We do not learn any type of biology or how our bodies work at all in American school. Will, did you get any body talk in Canadian school? Yeah, we get like, some body not, talk. We don't get anything. Yeah. I guess y'all have that healthcare up there, so if you need to go to the hospital, you can just go to the hospital, but us, yeah. nope. Absolutely not. My tummy hurts. I'm going to go get a $9,000 bill from the hospital. Well, no, you, you work at a hospital. You just get it for free, right? No. <laughs> no. God. You don't get like an employee discount? Staff discount? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I'm lucky at the hospital I do work at now. Like our insurance, if we go to a hospital place, more is covered, but not You get access to drugs you can steal, right? No. No. That, no, it is really hard to steal drugs. Yeah. That dang Pixis. Uh, oh, yeah. I have a... I have medications at, at my work too, and it's very difficult because all the logging involved and the logging, and also I worked that hard. I should I should support a small businessman like a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. And all I could like, really steal at my work is lorazepam, and I prefer uppers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's not talk shit on Ativan. It's good stuff. <laughs> you should take it if you want to be a good sniper, though, Nate. <laughs> lorazepam. Yeah, my hands wouldn't shake. That's... It's good. It's good for taking down sniper wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Get a PSG one and take some Ativan. <laughs> that is amazing, Cassie said. Axe and Jake just saw Marco's immune system fight off an invader. That Pac-Man was a white blood cell. Mm-hmm. Lymphocyte. Uh, so the spiky thing, a, va- a bacterium or a virus? Virus. Well, well no, that's what Cassie, right. what Cassie yeah. is saying. Right. This. Come on. Um, the important thing here, though, is that Marco's immune system is working just fine. Yes. He's in good shape. Oh, I yeah. w- Here's what I'll say to anyone who doesn't know what a virus looks like on the microscopic level. Do yourself a favor and Google it because they're basically like little robot spiders. Hmm. But the great thing about those viruses is that they respect laws. <laughs> they they only work like, you know. Yeah, you can't catch a virus after 10 p.m. Right. And like, you or know, you only can. That's why everything has to close. Yeah, at right. 10, but, yeah. but if you're at work, you also can't catch it. The CDC it. Yeah. says it's okay for a dozen Helmicrons to invade your body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, yes, they're not technically alive, but they're programmed to respect yes. the good old USA. Marco would not have this helmicron infection if he wore a mask that's right 
I, I honestly, that is true, actually. It that is true. The helmet cars wouldn't be able to get in his nose. He was messed Masks up. save lives, okay? God damn it. I know they're not cool, but whatever. So you they heard continue it here first. They continue down Marco's veins as sharks yeah. with little clumps of clots forming on them. Yeah, we're learning mm-hmm. some fun things like there's, oh, there's a fat molecule. Oh, look, a little bit of adrenaline. Uh, we don't know. We're just guessing here, but... Uh, He's like a then, 15-year-old boy, so it's probably a ton of hormones. I don't think they oh, mentioned yeah, it only a little bit, yeah. Uh, one of the molecules explodes mm-hmm. and shoots little rods everywhere. Yep. Cassie says, uh, you probably shouldn't touch one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you may get exploded. <laughs> So they eventually get sent to where all blood gets sent to be sorted and recycled. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you all know where that is? Of course you do. You read well, the book. Yeah, we read the book, It's Tyler. the liver. I knew yeah. that beforehand. It's the liver. So your liver is super very important. It cleans your blood. <laughs> Mine right, is very important. Liver hurts. Yeah. Your liver hurts when you drink. My liver is very strong. I yeah. have given it a lot of exercise. Not <laughs> like my pancreas. Oh god, yeah, your pancreas is fucked. My my yeah. my liver is ripped. It is so hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa, go on. And you also can feel your liver if you feel in your right upper quadrant. You yeah, push can, can I feel my liver? Where's my yeah. liver? Do you like, want me to uh, feel? Okay, where are we? Let me let me. Uh, this is gonna make for bad radio. But no, I'll describe it. No, I I'm gonna take this off. I'm gonna come over. I'm gonna push on your liver. Okay, push on my liver. Ooh, oh, that feels weird. Feel oh, yeah, right uh, okay. Tyler is now... Oh, um, yeah, no, I can feel it. Pressing oh, on gross. Nate's abdomen. So, if you if you at home want to feel your liver, it's just, like, right lung underneath the rib cage. Yeah. You'll feel, like, a, a nice, like... You gotta uh, push up and in to really feel it. Although, Ugh. I got a fatty corpuscle, like, right above it. You got a fatty what? Corpuscle? <laughs> Don't. <laughs> you do not. I do. It's right there. You didn't feel it? I felt a lot just now. <laughs> a lot of it emotional. So I can uh, let's continue. <laughs> okay. So they're learning a lot about the blood. They reach the liver where yep. they're about to be sorted. And yes. uh, they don't want to be sorted. No. Will, what happens when you get sorted? Oh, well, if you're determined to be waste, then... <laughs> right out the brown ass. Just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you peed out. I mean, Might. if you if you go through the kidneys, they probably would get peed okay. out. Okay. Oh, is the liver liver's mostly poop? No, liver is not really poop at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll get sent to the kidneys. Yeah. If the red blood cells are like shitty or malfunctioning, they'll send them to the spleen because the spleen's the red blood cell graveyard. Then they'll probably get pissed out, or maybe they'll get <sighs> shit out, but probably pissed out. Either oh, way, I don't boy. think our animorphs want to be piss or shit. Yes. Instead, uh, our gang wants to follow the Helmicrons, which are clearly yes. just going for the heart. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they, they kind of go up to the, the valves of the heart. They're yes. seeing the, the little flappy guy. Well, we get we get some really grim shit in this stuff. Like, they're not making small talk. They're not doing anything. They realize we have to swim up the veins, which are probably the portal veins of the liver, which if anything, if anything happens to the portal veins of your liver, you're fucked. Okay, if those so- rupture, you're dead. Just okay. fun fact. You got these really strong veins, like the liver is very vascular because it's one of the most important organs in your body. And if you have portal hypertension, well, kiss your ass goodbye, drunkie, because you are dead. Fun body stuff. (laughs) Yeah, the body's terrifying. (laughs) The only fun Uh, body stuff was when you were touching Nate. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a break and let's go to Marco. Let's go to Marco. Marco's up to. Marco's fucking. (sighs) Marco is always not making good decisions based on how he cares for his wound. <laughs> yeah, I, well, step number one, I didn't know this about Marco. He says the following. In a way, I welcomed the pain. It reminded me I was alive. 
for now. Yeah. Like, so, he's feeling the bite. So he's a masochist. Marco, That's Marco why he knew goes what home. all of Visser 3's sex toys were. <laughs> Marco goes home and does the one thing to his wound that if you take nothing from this podcast, if you take nothing out of it, like, I would do a lot of jokes on this. Mm. This is absolutely not a joke. If you have a cut or a bite or a scrape, do not ever put hydrogen peroxide on it. Ever. Not ever. Uh, don't do that. Don't put alcohol on it. You are better using soap and water. But is that one of those bad things for your blood? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the hydrogen peroxide or alcohol, both of them can dry out the tissue and delay wound healing and cause worse scars. But but uh, I heard that the alcohol burns away the bad bacteria. No, you do not burn away the bad bacteria. What you do, you clean it with lukewarm soap and water. Just tap water is fine. It's absolutely fine. Then you put Neosporin on it and you cover it. The Neosporin kills the bacteria. Okay, here's an alternative. Uh, I saw in a movie that you can put gunpowder in a wound and then light it. Oh, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> you shouldn't, but you can. <laughs> Well, you, it would seal up the wound, right? You could put gunpowder in anything. <laughs> but yeah, Marco is loving the pain. He's also like walking around. He's agitated. I can't morph. I can't sneeze. I can't eat or drink or anything. I just have to sit here while these fucks give me commands every so often. This his, is fucking horse shit. His dad comes up into his room. He's like, hey, Marco, are you feeling okay? Like, yeah. you look a little, uh, you look sick. Yeah, he's you like, yeah, flushed. fine. I don't, I don't feel great. Whatever. Who cares? I'm gonna stay home. Leave me alone. Okay, I'm going to a dinner party. I'll good. See uh, bye. He's just upset because he had to go to the projects, and it reminds him of when he lived there. <laughs> <laughs> it's this is a little subtle piece of writing here that I did appreciate and like. Yeah. Agitated Marco. I just say Marco. He's he's angrier than usual. Yes. Um. Just after the sun went down, I fell asleep, sprawled across my bed. About an hour later, I woke up feeling weird, sweaty, wild, angry, angry at the Helmicrons. It wasn't fair that I couldn't protect myself. Stupid freaking... <sighs> the usual hang and chill routine was not going to happen. I was way too restless. Needed to do something. Got up and started to pace. Door to the windows. Windows to the door. From the window to the wall. To the sweat drops down. down my fall. <laughs> oh, you Marco crawl. No. Uh, so... Marco decides he's yeah, going to get that now, fucking, <laughs> He's going to get that fucking camera. Yeah, he, he's he has a mission now, and yeah. he's frustrated. And I uh, here's the thing: I get his frustration. I get it. Right? It's like oh, there, there's a war raging in my body, and I can do nothing to help this. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's a metaphor for puberty too, really. Yeah, well, yeah. It's a metaphor for a lot of things. But Quarantine. Like, so, yeah. but like, but if there is something you can do that's unrelated, but it's still like yeah. productive, you want to do it. Yeah. And so he goes and he thaws out a steak, and he heads for the projects. He's gonna feed this dog a fucking steak. He's gonna like cartoon dog him, you know, like yeah. hey, here, doggy. And we'll yes. throw it just out of reach of his leash, so that he runs and he's. <laughs> So he does. He sees the chi there. And he's like, well, maybe the chi can help me. Now, nah, fuck that. I'm going to do this. I grabbed the bottom of the rickety window and yanked it up about halfway. Cujo's snapping jaws were inches from my throat. Stuff it, I said, tossing the steak into the room. He lay down with it between his paws, licked, slobbered. Seemed to be having a hard time eating it. Something was wrong with his jaw. Maybe he'd lost a tooth gnawing my arm off. I heaved the window open further, dropped down to the floor, knees around the slavering dog. The camera was a few feet away, still sitting on the side of the kid's desk. So he, <laughs> he grabs for the camera. That's when he hears voices. People coming. He's gonna get caught. Yeah, so, and, and the thing is, 
He is sandwiched between Cujo by the window, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the people that live there are coming in through the door. He's trapped. Yes. So we come and back it's a to project, Rachel. So they're probably like violent criminals. Well, he even says when he's climbing up, he's like, "This one looks empty. This one's full of empty beer bottles. Yeah. This one looks like there were a uh, murder happened." Not very, not very compassionate the way they describe. No. Poor people. But at the same time, uh, you know, maybe more public housing. Yeah. Throw that, that, that's the uh, anamorphin time policy of the day. Yeah. Uh, more public housing. Uh, let less. Uh, we should have public housing. Well, we yeah, sh- no, like, yeah. yeah for, sure. Affordable yeah, public definitely. housing. I don't care what they do in it. I really don't. As long as they have a place to sleep well, and, and go. And also, like, yeah. you know, a lot of the, like, hand wringing about the crime and the projects is just a way. Like, they, don't like, they don't like the buildings. They don't like the, right. bringing down property values and yeah. other nonsense like that. Not. Not in my backyard. Yeah, no, pretty much. Like, and so, like, the the kind of like it's a, a hive of crime is a boosted media thing that yeah. has mm-hmm. bad ulterior motives to it. Just bad. It, it's trash. It's trash. It's it, it's people's homes. You we should don't support like, it here. Say that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, guess what? There's gonna be crime, but there's gonna be crime everywhere. And yeah. guess what? Uh, maybe criminals are human beings and people too that deserve a little dignity in their life. Maybe if they had that dignity, they wouldn't. Does. They're just fucking people, man. Yeah. Let's go to the heart of this issue. <laughs> Marco's Marco's heart. Thump thump. Thump thump. They're nearing the heart. Thump thump. Thump thump. Each beat vibrated my body, overpowering any human emotion or thought. We didn't have a plan for capturing the Hamilcrons. Didn't try to think of one. Closer, closer. Thump thump. Thump thump. So they're 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 heading towards the heart. They're just they- heading for the heart. No plan. They're all silent. Well, because like, what? What are, is this bad writing? Is this no. like no. They, they? Well, I don't know. I think that the descriptions are nice, but I think them showing up without a plan ah, it feels a little bit. Lazy. Well, it shows that she's read the books. <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's that there's, there's that, but like, I'm just like they yeah. should have had this like chat beforehand. There's some sort of tactical plan. discussion of t- talking oh. about how many might be left, what how to deal with them. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a, a missing connecting thread here. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, doesn't matter. We get to the heart. We see that there are Helmicrons in the heart. Marco has heartworms in the worst way. Ugh. By the way, never, <laughs> never look up videos of worms in the heart. No, they're don't out do that. There. It's gross. Nothing. I don't want to do that. No. Nothing unnerves me more. Yeah. Like heartworms. Like any worms in the body. That's- well, yeah. Thanks to these books, I don't like the idea of anything. <laughs> crawling no, in me. <laughs> no, and like if you eat undercooked beef or pork, you can get larvae yeah. in your brain for the rest of your life. I got a meat yeah. thermometer for Christmas. I'm pumped. I got one between my legs. Hey, ooh. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thump, thump. Thump, thump. Furious turbulence. Blood was flowing past so fast I could hardly suck any oxygen. Imagine swimming up Niagara Falls, and the walls were contracting like a trash compactor. Obey me, foolish male! Dracon beams will only fire in liquid if you increase the power to full. I grow weary of your meddling, female. I will blast a low if I choose. <laughs> I love that they're still arguing. Yeah. I love I had, it. I've written down Helma Cron splaining Dracon beams. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I, I fucking love it. It's like, no, we need to pull over and get directions. I will not get directions. I, I know. <laughs> I know how to kill this heart and I will do it my way. No. <laughs> You are foolish and your pride makes you arrogant. No, I am correct. I will stop the heart. You cannot stop anything. For we are the females. I think they both love it. 
I, I think, think they, they, they love the fighting. This they is love foreplay. this like back and forth. Oh, it absolutely is foreplay. Uh, so Rachel's like, all right, fuck this. So she takes a bite out of one of their hands. <laughs> right, because they're all tired of it at this point. Yeah. They're just tired of the fucking fighting. Rachel swims up, bites on their hands, and then like the, the, the their hand chops off. Yeah. And like down comes one of the Dracon beams. Yes, they grab the gun. Yeah. <laughs> we cut back to Marco. Right. What's wrong with Buster? A voice just outside the door. Female. <laughs> Maybe the photographer's mother, sister, aunt. Buster? Oh, come on. This dog was no Buster. Bruiser, maybe. Fang, killer, psycho, but not Buster. Buster's bloodshot eyes were on me, blocking the window. My only escape. I could hide under the bed, except the metal frame was only about six inches off the ground. The door handle turned. I jumped for the closet, crashed in the flimsy sliding doors. Great. The woman in the hall had to hear that. Too late to run. What the heck had I been thinking? I closed the doors behind me, scooted down into a pile of sweaty-smelling clothes, back toward the corner. That's what Marco does... What he's not supposed to do. A strange rage filled me. I lifted a shoe. A very low voice in my head said, Dangerous dog, be afraid. (coughs) No, Buster, good dog. (laughs) Buster turned towards the sound of his master, a split second hesitation before biting off my head. That gave me just long enough to decide, morph or get caught. Morph or be chewed up like a milk bone. Yeah, I promised Jake I wouldn't morph. But I hadn't heard from my so-called friends for hours and hours. For all I knew, they could be dead. A little voice in my head, that intangible but incredibly annoying thing called a conscious was concerned. Marco, it said, can't you see something is wrong with you? With what you're doing? Where's your compassion? It's just a dumb dog doing what he's supposed to do. And your friends, their lives are valuable. Roach. I answered. I felt the changes begin at the same time I heard footsteps crossing the room. So, Marco has made the dark choice. Yes. Yeah, this scene reminds me of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man when Willem Dafoe is talking to the Green Goblin in his head. Oh, absolutely. Right. <laughs> Just. Marco has given into his own internal Green Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like getting ready for those pumpkin bombs. He's turning rich. Oh, yeah. no, he's just like, fuck no, my friends. No, Peter's Peter's Harry's friend. Peter's always been good to us. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> just He doesn't give a fuck about his friends anymore. Right. Yeah. He cares about Marco. <laughs> and he's just like, Marco cares about Marco. My friends, they suck. They haven't talked to me. I'm going roach. And he does, which fucks up everything inside <laughs> his heart. <laughs> Uh, they're all like here's the thing. Marco is is uh, transforming to a mark uh, to a roach. They're all screaming. Yes, Cassie yells. Marco is morphing. Something <laughs> must be wrong. <laughs> Marco must be in trouble. Ah, so now I could hear them all. Must be in morph. We do not know how this will affect us. Axe said unnecessarily. It could be deadly. Marco, Marco, go ahead. Marco, cut it out now. That's in order. Jake shouted. My friends were still alive, and they sounded terrified. Good for them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just Green Goblin Marco yeah. rules. He like starts slicking his hair down. He's like, yeah. fuck yeah. my friends. <laughs> We're going to kill the animals. <laughs> <laughs> then we come back to Rachel um, and we, we see what happens when they, they, Marco starts to morph. Yeah. So things are falling apart 
fluids are shooting everywhere, tissues contracting and moving around them. Been there. I was yanked away from the Helmicron, spun head over tail. Another aperture. This one on the opposite side of the chamber rapidly opened. It grew from a crack to a hole to a chasm. Blood started to flow out of the chamber, sweeping us all along with it. And the Helmicron's being washed out too, Jake shouted. I can't tell, I answered. Try to stay inside the heart. I strained, tried with every cell to resist the sucking of the current, and still I lost ground. So it's like they're they're inside of a David Cronenberg uh, transformation. Yes, they're they're in the Videodrome. <laughs> right. I love the Helmicrons still chewing them out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the Helmicrons <laughs> don't care about whatever situation they're thrown into. They just yes. want something to die. Yes. Fiendish alien, you will not destroy the Helmicron Knights. We will. <laughs> Schlong. <laughs> the wall separating this chamber of the heart from the next stretched like a rubber band and exploded. The red blood faded to rose, then pink, then white. Air. Would we still have air without the red blood cells? I gasped and found I could still breathe. The noise was deafening. I wanted to cover my ears, but I had no ears, no hands. So people, Helmicron's getting sucked away. People getting crushed. That's when... Uh, you know what it is? It's the... Uh, y'all seen Akira, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, the... Uh, um, uh, Tetsuo's girlfriend. I forget her name. Yeah. She yeah. gets sucked <laughs> into him. Sucked into him and crushed. <laughs> into, like, <laughs> My body's not doing what I tell it to. My power's acting on its own. Cody! And I think that's kind of what's happening to everybody right yes, now. Yes, that's yep. what happened to this poor Helmicron knight. <laughs> he got akira <laughs> He, he got, got Tetsuo'd. Yeah, but instead of screaming like a coward, <laughs> instead of like screaming like a punk, uh, they're saying, you will grovel for this, and yeah. then like crushed. <laughs> I love that. Just Yeah, they're, 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 so, they're and so cool. the Helmicrons get their revenge. The Helmicrons fired in unison. Tew, 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 tew. No, I screamed, and then silence. Marco, Cassie cried, Marco, can you hear us? Nothing. Marco. Marco, Cassie cried again, a wrenching sound, horrified, full of pain. He can't hear you, Cassie, Jake said, his voice strangely flat. <laughs> Normal flat. Yeah. He can't hear you, Cassie, Jake said, his voice strangely flat. Next, I heard Tobias's voice. Who would have predicted this? Who would have thought the Helmicrons were more dangerous than the Earth? <laughs> <laughs> Helmicrons win! Yeah. Helmicrons stay winning! That's right. Rachel, however, has a reaction. Yes. A strange coldness swept through me. Not sadness, not exactly. In a way, I was prepared for this. We had been through so many missions, so much danger, that one of us should die seemed inevitable, unavoidable, and then fury. A wave of fury like a kick to the gut. I wanted those Helmicrons dead. <laughs> This is where she attacks. Oh, majestic leader. Humans are a race of fools. We told them time and time again that Helmicrons do not surrender. And yet they delude themselves, believing that we would deal with them simply because we have suffered minor injury. Does it not make you laugh and prove that we are the only fit rulers of the universe? From the log, the Helmicron mails. <laughs> Rachel goes shark mode. Yeah. yeah, but even she's like, here's the thing. 
if uh, imagine uh, the sharks are like what the size of like a mouse. Yes, <laughs> she still manages to bite off a hand. Yes, she bites. <laughs> she chews off a Helmicron hand. They grab the gun. Yeah, because like it, the gun just like floats down. Um, what is it? There's something that we didn't establish earlier that we probably should have, which is that um, they have ant-like strength. Yes. They're all little ant-men. Oh, yes. yeah. Right, where they can lift 10 times their own body weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know why they can do this. <laughs> this book is better right. than both Ant-Man movies. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the... The, the Ant-Man movies are, are better than the normal uh, Marvel. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, they're definitely slot. more interesting. Paul Rudd yeah, is charming, so. and he might fuck. It's true. He definitely fucks. And, yeah. you know, they have interesting visuals, which yeah. some of them do not. Yeah. Right. Point being here, though, is that Rachel just fucking tore off an arm, and now the shark is armed. Yes. <laughs> the shark's got a gun in its mouth. <laughs> That's the shark. next t-shirt, right? <laughs> yeah. Shark's ready to fire. Um, and so the Helmicrons kind of are getting a little bit nervous. Yes. Um, and that's when the actual negotiation starts to happen. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, like, everyone's going ham. Um, they all go hands. By then, the other four Helmicrons had lost a limb, been forced to drop their weapons, quieted down some. And when they realized we were now armed, well, they were suddenly interested in dealing Perhaps a strategic alliance is in order. One of the Helmicron males said. You will help us power our ship. And you will, Jake Prof. Conquer all the other planets in the universe before returning to crush us. Tempting, Jake said. Don't deal with these idiots. I Yeah, they still was like, we're going to kill you last. Yeah. It's like the, you uh, the, us. the Twitter deal meme. It's like, we'll make, <laughs> we're making you a deal. Yes, you'll give us one ship power. We will give you the final death. <laughs> we, will, yeah. we will kill you last. Uh, so, so they they make the deal. They make the deal. They're still trapped inside this dead roach. Yes, um, uh, Jake says, okay, Helmicrons, you have two choices. Choice one. We march out of here together. You unshrink us. We let you lose. We let you use the blue box once to power up your engines and get off our planet. Never the Helicons are the master. Shut up and listen to your second choice. We are listening to your unworthy scheme. Choice two, Jake said coldly. Die. Limitless Jake our is friend. back. Yeah. So. <sighs> The Helmicrons blustered and complained, but they agreed to just surrender and unshrink us. They didn't really have a choice. Well, like, hey, Marco's dead already. They completed yes. their mission as far as they're concerned. Yes. Yeah. Right? And and it's still, like, this is the only way that's going to get them the blue cube at this point. So yes. they're like, fine, whatever. Uh, they didn't lose. That's the thing I'm trying yes. to say here, is that they did not lose. The they, Helmicrons did not lose. They won. <laughs> and then we marched out of the body, out through the, what Cassie later called spiracles, or the breathing holes on the other side of the cockroach's body. We kept the Helmicrons under guard like prisoners of war. We moved fast, anxious to abandon the corpse. The corpse that was all that was left of Marco. Zombie-like, I walked. Looked straight ahead. Didn't talk. Too busy processing. Marco, my fellow warrior and, yeah, even friend, gone forever. Killed. Not by the Yurks, as we all half expected to be, but by a race of tiny egomaniacs. There was no justice, poetic or otherwise, in that. Been a long day. Without you, my friend. friend. <laughs> Marco, like picturing like Marco's picturing face cockroach with, like, in the driver's seat of a car, and there's yeah. part of the yeah. <laughs> Joe's apartment. Yeah. Oh man! So, so they realize they're not in the barn. Yeah, something's no. fucked. Something's wrong here. 
Uh, Tobias says, like, I'll go check to see where we're at. We're right. not, we're, Marco has done something. <laughs> yeah, do your job, Tobias. <laughs> yeah. So they, they realize they're not in the barn, and then Cassie realizes, well, you know, roaches can live without hearts, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's kind of ironic that, like, this impossible to kill bug is actually how Marco died. It's the one that Marco died in. Died in. Like, he's been stabbed so many times as a gorilla. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Like, you'd think. Um, anyways, let's continue on. Yep. But wait, did you also know that cockroaches, they actually, they can survive pretty much anything. They can uh, be drowned and still yes. live. They can be, mm-hmm. have their heads chopped off. They can still live. Um, yeah, I'm just throwing this one out there. Maybe Marco actually is still alive in there. <laughs> <laughs> so they start chanting, hey, Marco, Marco, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. Marco, Marco, he's the best. If he can't do it, we're the, the out the nest. Yeah, Rachel's like, oh, Marco, you're so funny and smart. He's like, I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? It's Marco's gets like one of the encouragement speeches from Jake. He's like, you can do it, Jake. Uh, you, sorry. Go. <laughs> Go. You can do it, Marco. I'm up. <laughs> you can you can do it. Come Who back. Who am I supposed uh. to play Goldeneye with? <laughs> <laughs> and it wakes Marco up. Yeah. Mar- Marco starts to like kind of twitch a little bit. And he starts mm-hmm. morphing into uh, a Marco. Mark, and his the Helicons are fucking pissed about this. Yes. They feel cheated. They, they did they did get cheated because they won. We have been viciously tricked. The transforming alien is not really dead. Axe pointed the Drake on being shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the Helicrons <laughs> marble eyes all turn to face Marco. Oh, Marco's awake. <laughs> so Marco then says Axe, you probably can't hear my voice, so ask him where we are. I said, and then I smacked Marco on his growing human arm. Ridiculous. All less than an inch of me. Marco, Rachel has just hit you in anger. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. I love that. So so the plan they do is Marco goes seagull mode. He grabs the camera. He carries them back to the barn. Mm -hmm. They burn the camera. They because, p- why, why do they burn the camera? Because they know that developing the film would be too risky, even though I want to know what's on there. Yeah, same. Yeah, like, what's on there? Like, you know, uh, what's that kid up to? What? I mean, it's probably just pictures of, like, I don't know, people's feet. <laughs> I don't know why I made him a foot guy. <laughs> yeah, this kid, big foot fetishes. He's a like young Quentin Tarantino. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so the helmet, they power up the Helmicron ship. They get unshrank. The Helicrons had this clever idea, and they start trying to, to transport the, the glue cube. <laughs> yeah, they, they, try, they try one last time to take the cube, and Rachel's like, no, and snacks them. <laughs> I'm surprised Rachel didn't just blast them. No. They, I think at this point, Rachel kind of appreciates that. None of them are angry at the Helicrons, really. That's true. Right. Like, the, even when they're actually angry, when they kill Marco... Um, as soon as Marco's back, they're on this like terms of just like whatever, man. They're more like, mad at themselves for losing to the Helmicrons than they are at the Helmicrons for beating them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Jake says, "Promise us you'll never come back to Earth." You have our word as honorable female servants of the Helmicron Empire. A Helmicron male would never lie. The same time, I noticed the blue box beginning to elevate. <laughs> I couldn't see the Helmicron's minuscule tractor beam, but I knew it was there. Marco and I both jumped to grab the box. I snagged it. We even managed not to hit our heads together. <laughs> so the Helmicron's bone out from Earth. Yeah. And, and that's- then uh, that's the end of their adventure. Everyone goes their separate ways. Rachel goes home to do some homework because, you know, these dang kids, they got their dang homework. Yes. 
uh, and and she's doing a, a a book report on something, the Salem witch hunts yes. on the internet. But she well, sees, she is the granddaughter of the witches that they didn't that burn. They couldn't burn. Yeah, it's yeah. a white woman, <laughs> right? So uh, on the screen though, she's doing this Google image search, I guess, and uh, EBSCO, EBSCO, like two thousand, right? Yeah. And she sees the spiky thing that she saw in Marco's bloodstream. Oh, CDC website. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, on the CDC website. Always trust the CDC. They'll never <laughs> let you down or lie. It's true. <laughs> the sketchy line drawing of a spiky thing. A rabies virus. The dog bite Marco had told us about. What I read about rabies did make me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Rabies is not a pretty disease. Get it, and you have two choices. Start a series of injections within three days, or die. Die after going awfully violently insane. I mean, yeah, true. Yeah. Like if you if you so here's the thing. Animals, humans, whatever, mm-hmm. if you start to get symptoms from the rabies virus, there's no cure. You yeah. die. You know, it I'm kills t- you. I'm tired of COVID talk. Tell me about the rabies symptoms talk. of rabies. Oh god. So, uh <laughs> rabies has got some pretty nasty just na- it does some nasty shit to your brain. So, it does mood changes. It does fevers. It does make you violent. Yeah. There's also... There's one thing I do know about rabies. Yeah. Is the hydrophobia. Hydrophobia, mm. yeah. You just get afraid of water. It feels like poison. It... So, yeah. Rabies is an off... It's unstoppable. They get most of it right. The thing that they get wrong is you don't... Like, you get bit by a rabid animal. You, you can start showing symptoms as early as nine days, but it typically takes weeks to colonize and incubate and start to affect your nervous system. And have I told on the podcast the treatment for rabies, like the shots? It's in the uh, butt, the right? injections. It's a pretty yeah. big meal, right? Well, it's not even... So you... The, the start of rabies injections is wherever you are bit, we oh, have yeah. to inject multiple rabies vaccine. Not vaccines, but like the rabies medicine directly into the bit tissue to hopefully kill the rabies virus in the tissue. So you get a bunch of injections into your wound. Do they do the scrapey thing where they kind of like scrape open? No, they don't do that. Okay. But believe me, injecting into a fresh wound is mean enough. And then (laughs) you you need a shitload more injections after that. You also, so you get injected directly into the room, into the wound, sorry, not the room, not Tommy Wiseau. Oh. Up up the same extremity or on the same side of the body, you have to get another shot, couple shots in your arm that day to try and stem off the infection from moving up your arm. And if you have an animal that has rabies and it shows symptoms, it's dead. Like, it's you have to kill it. You yeah. can try and quarantine it, but it will eventually die. Poor Buster. Exactly. So Buster's <laughs> dead. Yeah, Buster's yeah. not going to have a good time dying either. And if you yeah. get rabies as a human and you don't treat it, you will die. Hey, yeah. What about that family? They're fine too, I bet, right? Oh, I'm sure they're dead. <laughs> How well, long I say that that poor family didn't have health insurance yeah. to get this series of what is probably expensive injections. Uh, yes, it is. And oh, God, I'm, they probably turn into 20 days later zombies, too. Yeah, probably. Does they charge you guys for rabies treatment? That sucks. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up, Canadian. <laughs> God damn it. So Marco, Marco's morphing saved his life. He got rid of the yeah. rabies. So there's your question. If you have a disease and you morph, does it get rid of it? The answer is yes. Yeah. Right. So we'll just all morph. We we'll have just all right. morph. If yeah. you get yeah. COVID, just morph. Just morph out of it. Yeah. So you guys like this book? Yeah, I love it. Will, why, why, why do you love this book? 
it's like I'm a big like schlocky Saturday morning cartoon story fan. So let's like I brought up things like Rat King from the Ninja Turtles, or like mm-hmm. anytime Goldar steals one of the monsters and tries <laughs> to do his own mission for Rita or Zed, that kind of stuff. Um, you mentioned in the last episode, Nate. Anytime non-Yurk aliens show up is really fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree, totally. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I like the um, variety. Also, I have a really controversial opinion. One of the things I love about this book, and I, as a kid, I well, I still think Jake was very boring for the the first like two thirds of the series, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I also was not a particular fan of Cassie as a kid reading these books because there was just nothing that I, as a young white male, uh, could <laughs> could ever for with. different things. Right. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, so book nineteen, which as an adult I recognize is a very good book. It's Cassie in the Woods with the little girl that's a controller. Right. Um, and that book does a similar thing in that it surprises you by having Jake's perspective. So that was my least favorite book because it was just like, oh great. The worst half of a megamorph, Cassie and Jake. <laughs> but then in this book with my two favorite characters, Marco mm-hmm. and Rachel. I'm a little less hot on Marco now as an adult, and I see like the gross things of younger me. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a lot of like people mention Marco as you, you, they used to be their favorite animal yeah. as a kid. Well, right? he's funny. He's a side alecky kind of. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. Michelangelo or whatever. Yeah, or no, Raphael. He's, he, he's Raphael. Yeah, he's Raphael. Yeah. No, he's Raphael. Rachel's the Raphael. Yeah. Marco is mm. definitely the Michelangelo. Yeah, you're right. Cassie's the Donatello. Jake yeah. is Leonardo. And Tobias is Splinter. Yeah. Tobias is Splinter, it's true. Yeah. Or Elfinger, Splinter, whatever. Yeah, Marco is a party dude. We yeah. know this for sure. Marco is yeah. definitely the Michelangelo. Rafa- <laughs> Rachel is cool and rude. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, Raphael. Sure. Yeah. And Axe, Axe is Casey is- Jones. Yeah, Axe is Casey Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the... There is a little bit of uh, prose in this that I do like and appreciate... As Rachel gets more pissed off in her <laughs> chapters, Marco is also becoming yeah. rabid and pissed off. Like those two things mirror each other, and I do appreciate that now more. I didn't pick up yeah. on that as a kid. So well, I, I have no. You I have notes on. The, I have notes on this book. <laughs> um, I, I, I like the imagery. Mm-hmm. I think like the the things that are trying to to be illustrated to me. Um, are effective like mm-hmm. the slooping into the blood vein. I yeah. remember that. That that's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. You'll never forget that. That's a great image. Yeah. The being dissolved in stomach acid is a, a terrifying scene, yeah. right? Like th- there there are fun things going on here. I don't think this book is well written. I think <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I could see an argument for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the the sentence structure is stilted and weird. Um, like it doesn't flow very well. The, the two like, different it, plots are operating on different timelines. Yeah, like yeah. The, the Marco stuff kind of didn't need to be there. When Marco died, I, yeah. I knew immediately what was happening. Mm-hmm. And oh, it was yeah. just like, you know, I, I didn't need that. Like, you know, it, it wasn't like the, the parts that were there to like build actual drama just didn't work. And a criticism for criticism for this book that I would throw out is that for a Rachel book, it does not feel like Rachel's voice completely. No. There were bits and hints of it, but yeah. we didn't get the confident warrior that we usually get. No, but things I liked about this book is that it did have the Helmocron voice. <laughs> yeah, it, had it definitely got the Helmocron yeah. voice. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Emily Costello nailed the Helmocrons. Yes, and uh, this is a Helmocron book. This is not a Rachel book. Yes, yeah. this is. Yeah, and I, I'm just like I'm. I'm all aboard on the Helmocron train. Let's get Helmocron more, let's get more part of them. two. Electric Kujaloo. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, exactly you know, that. Yeah, and just like it's having fun, and I like books that have fun sometimes. It, it yeah. does have fun. You know, yeah. and it's just like there's nothing wrong with that. I was even if it's poorly written, if it's still having fun, I'm along for the ride. Especially yeah. right before Tobias book, because those are never, you know, <laughs> well, super right, fun, yeah. happy time. <laughs> no. Well, no, yeah, you have to break it up. Like, you know, and I think that they kind of yeah. uh, K.A. and uh, Michael Grant, like they, yeah. they both kind of realized that you have to have a balance of fun books and stressful books. Yeah, and yeah fun books sure. and stressful books. You're like, Last you can't book was stressful, have- too. Uh, it kind of was like it kind of wasn't like it, it was kind of well, like in it between. had the nightmare scene that was pretty stressful <laughs> right yeah yeah like you know but like i think that this is a fun book it doesn't yeah. beat out atlantis in my mind as no far as, oh like, yeah that's fair i never uh, read atlantis that, it's the only one in the series yeah. i never read oh dude you gotta read atlantis yeah, i'm going to it, now it, after i read this i was like i'm reading them all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Atlantis is kind of just a better version of what this is. Yes. Right, uh, which is just like wacky adventure with the Animorphs, and we're all having a good time, and it's not relevant to anyone's character arc or plot. Yeah. I also and- I also kind of appreciate and like that since Megamorphs 4, these books have been opening with like graphic violence and death. Yeah. Even yeah. this book does. Sure. And this itself is like a fun popcorn book. However, even the fun popcorn book has some really shocking awful horror to it in that oh yeah you see all your characters skin dissolve off right yeah it keeps the animal spirit which is body <laughs> horror yes like yeah. disgusting awful i remember nightmarish horror all of the stomach and blood stuff from his from childhood the right living friend rent free in my brain yeah it does not hide that the human body is a gross gross thing a gross destructive dark cavernless full of caustic acids that's right anything could kill you at any time yes i i like this book i it's not one of my favorites for sure i was dreading going into it because i remembered as a kid being not that cool i definitely Uh. i remember the digestion stuff i liked it but i I was excited to revisit it and honestly it was interesting and fun like I I loved it. I I but I've loved all of them on the reread just because they're it's yeah. stupid and it's fun. Like Nate, you made a great point that this is supposed to be fun. This is a fun adventure that goes dark, which yeah. I love those. To bring it to like a Ninja Turtles, like hey, we're just having an episode with Baxter Stockman. Yeah, like yeah. some sometimes you get a pizza delivered, and when you microwave the pizza, an alien grows out of the pizza. That's right. Sometimes <laughs> that just happens. And, like, we don't need to know about the, the greater Ninja Turtle war. No. <laughs> Sorry, we gotta break out this Ninja Turtle. I, no, I, I love it. I have been wanting to talk and watch Ninja oh, I should watch all those cartoons. But it, it's a fun time. I love the Helmicrons. I love new yeah. aliens. Yeah. Those weird motherfuckers just, like, neeping around <laughs> in your veins. <laughs> meep, 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 meep. <laughs> it's great. It's yeah. so good. Uh, it's a fun time. It's fun time. You could skip it. You could skip it. You could <laughs> yeah, just not yeah. read this book. You and be could. Fine. You could, but I wouldn't. Like I bet you on the Seropedia, there's a list of books that you don't need to read, and this is on it. <laughs> there was definitely a certain amount of stress freeness being the ho- the guest host on this episode because, like, if I didn't have a you know super insightful opinion on <laughs> the the war between the two classes of Helmicrons or something. Right. <laughs> like then, then whatever. There's, there's other they books. They don't even. That- yeah. Here, the thing is we can do it though. So what this is really <laughs> about is how uh, teenagers uncomfortability with their own body and uh-huh. their own changes. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the thing that Jake mentions about the hormones is yeah. true. Every, like when your body is exploding in that fashion, you're kind of afraid of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I was like, okay, keep going. I guess. You know what's cool? 
fucking like slurping into a blood vein ready to kill that heart let's go that's i love to kill hearts will tell the people where they can find you you can find me on twitter i'm at uh mantross one m-a-n-t-r-o-s-s number one um and i'm in the anamorphing time discord you should which definitely, is a cool place if, it's a very if cool you place. haven't gone in there and you want to you have to dm me on twitter i'm not making that link public that's what i, I did want- I, I joined twitter to dm you to get in the discord <laughs> Now, I think we should end this one way. Okay. Will did something for Nate Week oh, last year. Oh, I no. Did. So, I, here's the thing, Anamorphin Time listeners. The third week of June every year is a Nate, is the Nate, is Nate Week. Nate, mm-hmm. this co host, no other Nates. It is not his birthday. I invented this holiday, this week, this Nate Week for Nate only. Mm-hmm. And Will participated in Nate Week this year. Will, what did you do? Well, it was just, it was this year past, I guess. So for Nate week 2021, um, you know, Tyler had told us it was coming. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I was thinking about like, how could I honor one of these two guys who provides me so much insight and entertainment all the time? And so during Nate week, it was getting towards the end. And I was thinking I was running out of time to honor him. And uh, I ended up on a Tinder date and <laughs> things went very well. And I what? thought the best way to honor Nate be when I finished to shout his name. <laughs> if you so, could so let's uh how did that go? Well, she was deeply confused. Did she think your name was Nate? Well, no, she knew what my name was. We'd exchanged those before. <laughs> so that, that was cleared up. She knew yeah. then that you were not named Nate at this point. Yeah, well, we'd had a few drinks, so I was just like, oh, sorry, I'm bad at names. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, it's a Nateless miracle. (laughs) Yeah, we we did it. We did it. We did a Nate come tribute. (laughs) Nate come tribute, you know, uh, like no no better tribute. uh, Yeah, I messaged Tyler the other day. I was like, we're going to bring up that I nutted for Nate. He's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I, I had been saving that chestnut. I mean, I hope it was on their chest. Uh, for the end of this. So, Nate, thank thank Will for all he's done for you. Uh, thank you, Will. Thank you, Tinder Date, for receiving that gift. Uh, <laughs> and and th- thank you for uh, participating in Nate Week. We look forward to the next Nate Week. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to uh, better onward and upward. Whatever onward, onward and inward. Happy, <laughs> happy Nate nutting, everybody. Happy Nate nutting, everybody. Come in my mouth. Oh, oh, oh.